Blog Talk Radio. You know, he, you've heard of the long arm of the law. The big boss man has the long hand of the law. That's what the IRS told me. He can take more bribes from people that have parking trouble and uh, ticketing here. You and should there. never talk IRS about anybody oh, having their hand out. You of all people. Now, Let come me tell on. what the IRS told me. 29th. You want to talk to somebody, you talk to me. He's going to do all his talking in the ring. You talk to me. You want to talk about the final chapter? I'll be glad to talk about the final chapter. The final chapter in the life and history and the career of Hulk Hogan. See, because it's over, Hogan. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. You had three good years. You can't laugh at that. You were lucky. You made some money. You got a cartoon. You got some dolls. You rode good. You had a good. But you know you can't beat this man. Toughest man in the world. Nobody can beat this man. You think with all that blonde hair and a bunch of little hulksters out there and behind you, you ripping that T-shirt off and shaking in your pythons, you think you can beat him, dummy? It can't be done by you, ten guys like you, or a hundred people like you. Fox. Coyote. You were right. Fox. It's the Fox. And that signifies Fox Radio 103.3 in Indianapolis. And what does that have to do with you? February 21st, I'm going to have my own radio talk show. I'm going to be making predictions, answering oh, WrestleMania questions. Your own talk oh, show? Oh, boy. Yeah. We're in trouble. Radio. Congratulations. And Bobby. then the Fox turns into a weasel. It's going to be weasel radio from now on. No, it is. Get carried it's away. I'm Indiana's favorite Bobby. I thought Bobby Knight was... Bobby Knight is Ooh. definitely Indiana's... Who? Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, basketball oh, fame, Bobby Knight. Coach. Oh, is that Gladys Knight's brother? It's you know, Piper is probably one of the most vicious men in the World Wrestling Federation. He's probably one of the most unpredictable wrestlers in the World Wrestling Federation. He's a punk. He's a street kid. He fought his way to the top in this great sport. Why? Because he had it here. He's got intestinal fortitude. But you didn't show me anything, Piper. When you were laying face down and your mini skirt up over your head, compliments of the real world's champion. Now what are you going to do, Piper? Nothing. I've been jobbed again by the president, Jack Tunney. He's done it again. When I negotiated for this match, we'll do it right. That is, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, September 20th. 2017. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and uh, joining me, as usual, uh, is my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's going on? How is it going, man? You know, it's, uh, you know, it's going. Yeah. It is going. I can at least say that. So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, how are things with you? Are things just going, or, you know... Great, man. It's part of a start of a mini vacation. Doing some uh some self care, taking a taking a trip home for mom's birthday, you know, and having a having a good time. Processing things uh creatively, um professionally, like things are things are well. Things are good. Sounds sounds terrific. Let's um let's go ahead and get into the show here. We've certainly uh Got some things to talk about. Unfortunately, uh, you know, a sad thing to talk about. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll get in, in, into all that. Uh, let's give out the pertinence. If you want to call into the show and talk to Cameron and myself, 
Hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up on the email tip, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Got uh, a non VIP from John from Connecticut. Get to that one in a bit. So, again, get in your emails anytime during the show. We'll, uh, oh, and note which part of the show you want them read on non VIP or VIP. So, and Twitter. Twitter is always a way to get at us. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And uh and Facebook. The last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. Or just search uh, East Coast Cast or PW Torch and you'll see us. Uh, yeah, like the page, share it on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it. That whole social media thing. Um, so, yeah, Cam, headlines, polls, what we got? Well, we have like three polls this week. Um, but you, you kind of have multiple polls when, when a big thing happens and then other things happen. Um, no, of course. Um, this week, the pro wrestling world, um, fans and who work in the industry and all that, you know, they lost uh, the world at large. Uh, person in character, you know. Um, yeah, uh, Bobby Brandon passed away this week. Um, you know, I and we, we do this on the show every now and again because you know we cover a a business that does experience a lot, but very rarely. Do we get to talk about somebody, um, you know, at least by normal standards, lived a nice, long, full life? Um, and so it's not, you know, it's always going to be a sad thing when somebody's gone. But you know, we get to we get to say Bobby the Brain Heenan gave us years and years of entertainment and smiles and laughs and tears, and he's just uh, just an amazing all-around personality. And what's unfortunate is you you find out more about people, you know, after they pass, like you know. We live in an age where you can get video with just about anything, and I've been, you know, just uh, inundated with things I've never seen Bobby Heenan do because, you know, my my Bobby Heenan is whose side is he on Bobby Heenan? You know, from yeah. uh, from at the Beach. Like, that's my frame of reference. So, you know, got to look back at videos of, like, him taking, like, real bumps from Hulk Hogan and, like, getting flipped over the top rope, like, super athletically, like, just the weirdest stuff, like, that I never knew existed. But, uh, no, just uh, we, we lost an icon. Um, somebody who I consider to be, I mean, this is what we ran a poll on, I, I think he's just the best wrestling personality ever, um, regardless of how you slice it. I don't think anyone is as entertaining, and I absolutely don't think anybody who's not an in-ring competitor is as entertaining, or was. He's just... Uh, he had a wit about him and a look about him and a confidence and just the ability to command the situation that I don't think anybody has had and anybody will have. I'm just uh, 
just an all-around impressive person. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, sad that we don't have somebody like that uh, with us right now because people like that do make the world better. Yeah, I mean, the creative force, you know, from decades, you know, at least yeah. at least two full decades. Uh, and I, my Bobby Heenan is Bobby and Gorilla and Bobby on commentary, you know, on, mm-hmm. you know, with Gorilla, but also as a manager and stuff, you know, in some of the clips uh, that we heard earlier at the start of the show. You know, feuding against Hogan and sending all his family against him. That's that's the he and I. Uh, I that, that comes to my mind. And then there's mm-hmm. stuff that yeah, even even I at 37, haven't you know, haven't or I've seen, but it's told you know I didn't uh, see live because it was 1982 and it was in Minnesota. <laughs> so uh, you, you know, but there is footage of that and seeing that over the years and stuff. Yeah, you get that get that idea like especially for 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 your fandom of of him you know coming in again you said he you're the whose side is he on Heenan and that's 96 Heenan and that's uh-huh. definitely the you know the uh, last the, the sunset of Heenan's you know career as far as like you know in the major major leagues <clears throat> not that he didn't you know he's done his fan fest and all that stuff in the last Fifteen years, but that's you know obviously not the same. So, uh-huh. but you even got the, got the sense, even with that stuff, which everybody would pretty much say just wasn't his best stuff, but was some of mm-hmm. the best stuff, you know. But and you get an idea, and you have to go back, you know, even further, or, or there's more, not further, but there's even more for you to go back to see. But just you of the '96, that generation of knowing Heenan understands, yes, no, this guy, this is the guy, this is the standard bearer, not just for, you know, managers in the business, because especially at that time, they were on their way out, you know, by 96, if they are, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't going to be a thing. So it was just that, that power, that power of a, of of a character of, of, I mean, he always, he knew who he was, you know, no doubt in anybody's mind that Bobby the Brain he did not know his character, and you didn't have to hand him a script like, "Hey, Bobby, I need you to say this." He'd like, you know, throw that shit in your face. Like, you got to be kidding me! Now you just made yourself a part of that promo. Probably he's going to like somehow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> going to get but, um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean that. It, it's yeah. I mean. And he fought the damn cancer for 15 years. That's not something yeah. to be scoffed at. Yeah, because, I mean, it's – and the most obvious thing, I think it was um, – when did he go into the Hall of Fame? Was that 2004? 04, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the strongest thing about the guy is, you know, his voice. And, you know, at that point, he almost – like, even though tonally it's the same, like, his cadence is totally different. Um, you know, because of the effects of cancer. And, you know, he still is just, like, so magnetic and so quick-witted and, like, his inflections are so strong. I just, uh, you know, one one of the most entertaining people I've ever seen in any medium. Um, But but just still had that glow about him, still had that look in his eye and just still commanded so much attention. Um, Just, yeah, just just all-around great. And I don't know, um, you know, especially somebody who isn't, 
like I said, like I, Bobby Heenan is from when when I was young, when you were young. Um, you know, I always saw, you know, his quote unquote best stuff. Like I don't know if I'm gonna have this kind of of reverence for anybody from that time period and before because you know I, I'm not looking at them through you know these adult eyes that that I see now. Like he's just uh, I I I love that. You know, me and you, even though we do share similar tastes and a lot of things, like we can both kind of appreciate somebody we we saw at at different times and just really realize how important they were and how good they were at what they did. And just, uh, yeah, it's, it's um, like it's really harrowing. Like we, and especially like you said, you know, being in a time when, you know, late 90s when managers start to be phased out. And even though we have, you know, guys like a Paul Heyman now, we've had, bits and sprinkles of people throughout the years, like, you just really sit back and appreciate, you know, what he did and what was just so good about, you know, him as a character and him as an honor performer. Just, uh, yeah, Bob, Bobby Heenan, you know, in my estimation, he is the greatest wrestling personality. Like, I, I genuinely feel that way. You know, that gif of him running from Jake to Snake and jumping over the top rope. It's so, it was so impressive. Like, like, well, how can you do holy that? crap, that was so fast and yeah. so, like, on point. Like, wrestlers don't even, <laughs> you know, he did wrestle, but yeah, shit, that was a long time ago. <laughs> and that's the thing, <laughs> like, you feel that. like he could only do that out of fear, too. Like, it wasn't even, like, athleticism. It was a legit fearful oh, reaction. Oh, yeah, no, no, that was totally like adrenaline and, like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there was no fight in him. It was great. Uh, chat room is open, by the way. Um, call us, email us. Uh, I guess that really is the headline. I mean, is that, there's why even? But but again, yeah. we did have yeah, other polls that kind of fit yeah, that. I mean, we, <laughs> as yeah, that was like the weekly on point wrestling stuff. Um, yeah, and I, I you know, it was, it was exactly what you think they would be, guys listening. Um, you know, who wins between? John Cena and Roman Reigns at No Mercy. Um, and John Cena won that 60-40, which I thought was, was interesting. Um, you know, <laughs> just they, they feel like that one could go either way. And then um, Strowman and uh, Lesnar, that poll either just ended or I missed the end of it. But I think that was running like 60-40 roundabout as well. Did you see the, uh, the tail end of that poll? Yep, 61-39, Lesnar. Okay, so yeah, we're about the same. Um, gosh, I think um, you know we are gonna have two really, really, like, at the very least, two really, really good matches. Um, so I think that Roman Reigns John Cena is gonna be really good. Um, and then Strowman Lesnar, they're just you know gonna tear each other apart. Um, you know, for a for a B show, they're pretty good as far as uh, the top of the card. Absolutely. Um, this it's a Non, it's a the, the the universal title match is a it's just a match. So they have to. Although, and I don't I don't know how we, nobody I, I probably meant to like yell and rant about this last week. In uh, in some match, Braun Strowman. Oh, oh, I guess it was Strowman versus Cena. Strowman hit Cena with the top of the stairs, blam, right in the face. Yeah. And then throws it into the uh, throws the base of the stairs and the steel steps st- 
steps into the ring and choke slams him or some power slams him onto that, then gets DQ'd. As if getting hit in the face on the outside of the ring with the top of the steps isn't as good as getting power slammed on the bottom of them. It was absurd. Um, yeah. But they can't do that. And I mean, you know, the title's on the line. It's just a normal, it's just a match. They can't, uh, uh, can they, I mean, are you, are you confident in that Lesnar and Strowman can have at least as good of a match as Braun's had three times? Take the, the, the best or the middlest one. No, no, no. Take the best, whatever, three of the three matches Braun and Show had. You know, can they live up to even that? Not even that. Can they live up to that? I don't want to. Well, I don't think, like, even though it's a regular match, I don't think we should assume with those two that when a chair comes out or when stairs come out or when a table shows up that they're going to call the match. Like, I definitely see something like that playing into the match, um, especially if they're not going to run that back right away. Uh, but, but, yeah, I, I definitely think they can. I think, um, you know, we always say it and it doesn't happen, but, like, I feel like Brock's going to have to do different things because Strowman's a different animal, so I don't know if he'll just be able to go German, 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 um, I, even though that's kind of what we're used to, especially when they already teased that, you know, Braun got straight up from a German suplex. So, right, but I'm saying I mean, with the maybe like, the approach is different. I'm strictly talking about, like, weapons and going out of the ring and slamming each other through mm-hmm. stuff and... Like, well, I, and that's what I mean. I mean, because set up for that. I don't expect them, yeah, because I don't expect them to have the Formula Brock match, yeah, I do think that they can reach the level of, like, a, a show caliber match because they're still both big, strong guys. And it's actually, you know, not having to, and, and show's great, so I'm not taking anything away from him, but, you know, cooperating with Brock, like, Brock's substantially lighter and more compact than show. So we probably get to see Strowman, um, you know, use even more of his power game as far as, like, plans and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think they, they can have a good match without having the uh, extracurriculars added to the match, but I won't be surprised if there are extracurriculars. Can Brock wrestle Strowman? Can he take him to – like, if he gets behind him, like, okay, German suplex, but, but can he do the the, the – the, the level down things, like when he goes yeah, behind he, and he then grab his shins and sweep them backwards, so he t- Braun takes that face uh, bump. Like, can he do that, or Braun just stand there? Can he like, hit him with the Jason Jordan takedowns? That's a good question. Because Braun's yeah. a big boy. Because um, I'm thinking but, that I mean, could be the different thing that Brock now has to do. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not going to slug it out with this guy. Just, just the physics aren't in my favor. Uh, so I have to do what I'm better, what I excel at, and, and he's a better, obviously, pure wrestler. But can he even wrestle Strowman down and, and to nullify him and his side? Yeah. So I think that's that could be the route we go. We get to see, oh shit, Lesnar's breaking out, <laughs> breaking out the what was his him and Shelton's uh, team, the Minnesota Stretching Crew, breaking Minnesota out the Stretching Crew, yeah, <laughs> from 2000, 2001. So. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Can we see the return of the shooting star press? <laughs> I got a oh boy. <laughs> That's the only way you can put Brock away, uh, Braun away. <laughs> That'd be yeah, ridiculous. 
15 years later. <laughs> no no um, rotation on that flick at all. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, what about the other poll? Uh, Cena Roman. Uh, Cena Str- Yeah, Roman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cena Roman. Um, yeah, I mean, that. I think that's interesting. I think what happens the day after that match is way more interesting than what happens in the match. Um, even though I think it's going to be a good match. Like, I'm. Ooh, this is, this is like tuning in. And who are you? Like did you? I mean, I assume you. My bad. I assume you. Yeah, did. I, I abstain from this one. Um, but, uh, you, yeah. Sure. I mean, I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be Cena, as a matter of fact. I think it's Cena. Going Roman. And, you know, Roman, I think it's Cena. Cena goes off to film his movie. Roman is, is angry. Somehow or another, uh, Roman is champion by WrestleMania. And uh, they go at it. And then Roman wins. Um, yeah, and then I, I got a feeling they're going to. I, I got a feeling they're going to try to get do three. Okay. Right. So Roman wins the first one, then they have another one at the Rumble, and then they have. Another and then they run it back the, again at Mania. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're. Uh, and and the title's on the line that third time. Oh, right, yeah. right. Title versus. Career. That's my okay. That's right. That's it's all coming back to me. And then that's why <laughs> title versus career, and it's tied. It's one one. Casino wins at the Rumble, and somehow between you know maybe at Fastlane or 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 whatever, I guess Roman would have to win. I don't know. That maybe doesn't fit. Um, um, maybe Cena could win Sunday. And then by the time uh, the Rumble comes around, it's a number one contenders match, and he then and you know Roman beats him then, and that springboards him to actually then win the championship. That Cena somehow there's a SmackDown Royal Rumble winner, so there's another number one contender, whatever. And it's them in this title versus career, and Roman just beats him flat out, ends John Cena's career like that's it. I would, I think, yes. In New Orleans, the, where the, sh- the first streak ended, or where the streak ended, not that this is a streak. You just yeah. bring you yeah. bring Roman back every couple of years to end a guy whenever you go to New Orleans. Just let him beat a guy up there, take him out of there. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that, that's, before, that, that could be Roman's um, gimmick for the next five years, mm-hmm. where he just retires guys at the next res- at the next three or four or five WrestleManias. Yeah. The big shovel is what they're calling. Um, before you get to a call. I think mean, it's one thing we need to talk about. I, I want to bring it up in case nobody else does. Um, last night was the very first time that I heard an audience tell another tell an in-ring performer that's too far. <laughs> that they went too far? Ooh. Yo, I'm watching this thing at work, and it's on my phone. It's on the desk, and... And 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 I, and I just didn't think, you know, the guys they're chuckling, you know, but I just I was like, I didn't think Deadspin was going to do a damn article <laughs> about it, put it that way. Yeah, man. You know, like, it's just like a funny thing, but yeah, it's like no, like it's too much. It's really it's too much to have the Indian guy doing the Asian yeah. jokes. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. And like that, that's and that's fun. the crazy part. Ah, like, it's too much. Like, we can't laugh at this, but we can't. But it's yeah, it's a confusion. Mm-hmm. 
because we we call him all kinds of brown turban things, and when he's losing, we chant USA. So like him doing, he can't do the things that we do. Like yeah, he can't do what we do. Like that's that's uncomfortable. Um, yeah, it and you. I don't know. I don't want to say I feel for of all things that for, are too far. For gender, like it's it's wild, uncomfortable. Like, and you know, he's he's trying to make his way in this business, and people have done worse. You know, so I I don't. You know, so I'm not going to absolve him, but people have done worse. People have been written to do worse. Like, again, this is you know, yeah. like yeah, I do. We I saw think any less or more of Gender Mahal. We saw it of that. Yeah. of that. Segment. You know, it's not true, but that's the thing, though. Like, I think people realize that Jinder Mahal's old white boss wrote jokes for him about an Asian guy when he's brown. Like, and credit to Jinder for when they were chanting, this is too far, he was on his toes like, oh, you think that's too far? Wait for this one. Like, credit for that. Like, you know, for being on your game at night. But, man, like, what a bad look. Um, And just, I... For the last two weeks, and I, I said this, um, I said this last SmackDown, and Nothing I kind of talked about it uh, last night. But it basically were like, I, you want me to feel bad for Vince McMahon, and I don't, I don't see how you think you were getting to that. Like Vince McMahon is not a sympathetic character, um, yeah, and no, then you no. go and prove it by. Like, you had that thing happen to him last week. I'm like, man, Kevin Owens did beat up an old man. And then we get the, you know, the Asian guy jokes. Like, you <laughs> you can't have it both ways, man. You really can't. And and even Shane's like, when you, when you mess with the McMahon, and so it makes you wonder, like, what's going on with the McMahon personally? Like, who in, in the real world is yeah. calling them things they shouldn't or calling them out on their stuff to where – like, you know, they feel like they have to react. And, like, what got me was, and this is, you know, my not my hatred of this person, but me not understanding why certain things are the way they are. Like, Stephanie McMahon pulled up on Kevin Owens after he knocked out Vince McMahon. Like, her, like her last name ain't McMahon. Like, there's no reason for Kevin Owens to fear Stephanie McMahon in that moment. There's no reason at all. Because her last name is McMahon. Like, she's not Stephanie Levick. She ain't Stephanie Hel- Helmsley, storyline-wise. Like, why am I worried about you being in my face? I can check you, too. Because there's no formal reference for, like, what's happening for the Triple H. Might have, might happen in the moment. Then, you know, I was like, uh-oh, is she, she yeah. going to take a bump? And then, of course, you know, no. Yeah, but, like, why, but she shouldn't stare him down. Like, that, that, that. There's no reason that should work in the moment. Because there's no consequence for what for what he's doing or what he does to you in that in that moment. Based on what the boss said. Like, it, that was weird, but not to harp too much on that. But, yeah, I, I don't... Oh, okay. Be like well, sympathetic character. It's like, I'm not even... It's like Kevin, you get one, right, with that whole, you know, I okay. get hit him. You know, but yeah. you, you, besides Shane in the cell, obviously, but you get the one. You don't know, then get to <laughs> just go around beating up every McMahon. <laughs> hey, find find the kids, push them over. What's what's Shane's yeah. son's name? I know one's name's Declan. Come here, Declan. Smash, <laughs> destroy 
sideways on a little 11-year-old face. Just throwing across the hallway just for no reason. Ugh. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's talk to some folks. Again, chat room is open. Apparently, uh, you guys are allergic to the chat room. But uh, yeah, chat room is open. Uh, let's start with, um, looks like, uh, International uh, or Skype or Craig, I guess, probably. Let's uh, check it out. Uh, who's this? What up? you, Craig. Craig, yeah. What's up? What up? Craig, what's going on, man? I know. Uh, I, was, I was equally disappointed with that last night. I was like, what the hell are they doing with, with the gender thing? At, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, and, and you know what? It's such a departure from – we the things that we want, there's a reason we can't have them. And a part of that reason is a lot of these characters are, are not three-dimensional. And, again, it's not Jinder Mahal's fault, but when you have him out there for basically three months, four months, expressing how Americans don't give me a chance and, uh, you know, you don't appreciate uh, me and when you look at me, you see this and you're also jingoistic. Like, when you do that for so long and it's not built on anything else, he doesn't have anything to fall back on. So even though it's this weird departure where, okay, now he's going to talk bad about somebody from another country, which on a certain intellectual level makes sense for him as a heel. The execution right, it kind of was like, so oh, poor, right, and we got so some crash. layers. He's a hypocrite. Yeah, you but it, it's just so crashed. And, like, it doesn't – it's not built on anything. We have no reason to believe that he has any type of resentment toward anybody else. It just came out of left field. Like, it was dumb. And it was dumb, and it was cheap. And that's one of the first times I've seen an audience recognize something as cheap and respond accordingly. That was – go ahead, Trey. No, 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 you got it. I was just saying that was one of the most surprising things is, like, that chant happened. But also, and I think it, it actually resonated with WWE because they didn't put the clip of that they, – they put a clip on, of everything, of every segment up mm-hmm. on YouTube. They didn't put that clip up. They didn't put that uh, interview <laughs> up. And so it was like, yep. oh, they said, oh they wait a minute. Yeah. Did they actually regret it? Yeah. <laughs> it was like – Yeah, I mean, they were in San Jose. It's not like they were in, like, you know, like Seattle or San Francisco. I'm trying to think of some – I don't know. Like yeah, they were in liberal. Oakland. What are they thinking? Like, yeah. Oakland. Wow. That's where they were all right the night before they were in San Jose. They were in Oakland. Right, right. Right. Wow. That's right. Oh. That's right. So they were <laughs> in one of these kind of – I mean, Oakland's changing. My buddy lives there. He's telling me firsthand, like, Sam, every six months my rent is going up. I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. I'm going to do because, yeah, it's just, you know, they get this gentrification on, you know, how it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's hmm. that's too far. That's too far. And the and the people are writing the people are writing that stuff is like you wouldn't say that to someone who could whoop your ass in a bar one on one with no money behind you. You know, if you say that to evil in a bar, 
you know, from New Japan, he will beat your face off. Right. And, like, are we supposed to think more of Shinsuke because he was just like, eh, I'm not worried about it. I'm going to beat him for the title. Like, I I don't know. I feel like they're kind of playing him off as, like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's they just like that. Um, he's just in the last three months been written so poorly. Like, if he had always had, like Rich and I think talked about this. Like, if if he had some of that Raj from Big Bang Theory spoiled, you know, Daddy's boy, Daddy's money. Yeah. You know, that's why he had yeah. all this privilege. You know, so I mean, they shouldn't, and they're they, they're not. But Indians. In India are some of, like, just the caste system over there is, like, a real thing. Uh, it is It's either a have or a have not in India. Mm-hmm. And, and also, it's, I'm talking about on color issues, like, it's, and, 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 yeah. and, and class. And when you're supposedly, you know, rich and, like, he has, it's, you know, it's fine. But there's a lot of. There's a lot of layers and stuff to a character like that. That if laid right, a night like last night, you're not like it might still be stupid and tasteless and corny and hack, but at least like there's some foundation. Like yeah, he looks down on people who are you know who he thinks culturally are inferior or class wise or whatever, and it, it's not shocking in that sense, and it adds. And make or I should say makes sense to his character. Again, that's notwithstanding the, the quality of it and, and all that, but at least it would kind of make any, make some sense. But like Cam said, it just came out of nowhere. Now he's like, you know, he's just the only thing that it adds is, oh, he's a hypocrite because he, you know, has these feelings and you know, which is there the WWE's only answer to stuff like that. Like, oh, just people are all hypocrites. That's why it's always the people that are tell, that are accusing people of something. They're the ones that are really doing it. Or it's just their psychology of stuff is is weird. Yeah. One of the things that bugged me the most about last night was that the whole—I mean—that part and the whole show was like a rerun of last week. It was—I was like, this might be the last time I get to watch it. Well, I get to watch it next week live, but it's like. I don't want to watch the same thing I watched last week, which I thought sucked, because Jinder did the kind of same thing with the whole, you know, over-the-top laughing thing, and then right. Dolph came out and did the same crap he's been doing, and and then the women came out all at the same time, like they always do, and then, you know, it's like yeah. everything was the same as it always is. It was like, geez, oh, peace. and then when 2 o'clock live came on, I was like, this is refreshing. It was actually fresh stuff, like Jack Gallagher going crazy yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, it was it was like way better than than. And I'm used to watching SmackDown Live for last year and thinking SmackDown Live has really been getting good. And it's like even AJ Styles couldn't save it because they booked him in a match that didn't happen. And now it's oh it's supposed to be and now it's gonna what be a fatal freeway or some triple thread whatever the hell and a and a I just it, it pissed me off that I had to sit through the rest of that show. But um, your uh, did you guys catch the uh, 
the survey that came out. Yeah, I, I did took not. It. You gotta let did, me know what's going you, on. Did you, Trav? Did you take? Did you take the survey? Did it fish legs posted in the uh, in the Facebook group? I did not. Uh, Eric Lydon, I call him Fish Legs, torch name. Um, yeah, he 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 posted it, uh, but it seems like yeah, m- most of us got it because people are talking about it. Um, it's the second time I've gotten, uh, or at least one that I remember. I remember getting one maybe three months ago. Um, no, I got one like a month ago. That that yeah, it was a month ago because you were you were talking about. Right. things 
to uh, to spend to put a dollar or whatever into, and basically like, I voted like all the wrestling auction draft. Yeah, sure, sure, but like, but like, what content? And like fantasy football. Specific, yeah, content. Would you want? So everything wrestling related. Like I didn't. I don't really care. Like, like if it was like progress and all that stuff, I was like, I'm eh, moderately interested, you know. But when it came to money, I didn't put like a buck there, you know. I put all my money on like tournaments, wrestling stuff, not fucking dramas and comedies. Like, stop it, <laughs> you know. Uh, or at least that's not what I want. So, um, but everything wrestling related for the most part, except TNA. I didn't. Fuck no. Totally, uh-uh, gross. Whatever the most bottom one was, I picked for them. But, like, ROH and stuff, like, oh, yeah, hey, maybe I'd watch that. You know, a hundred other things to watch, but, yeah, sure, maybe. Um, but all the wrestling stuff, tournament. Oh, oh, would you like live alternative pay-per-view commentary like Stone Cold and Jerry Lawler calling the pay-per-view, like live. Like yep. you, as you're watching the pay-per-view with everybody, you've got this <laughs> Lawler uh, Austin feed. <laughs> so I was like, fuck yeah, that's great. That I picked, you know, like extremely excited or excited or whatever. Um, so, yeah, that was. All right, Trev. I want to know this one, though. What did you? Yeah. What did you? How much money did you put on that? Uh, having podcasts and call-in shows on the WWE Network. Oh, um, yeah, I, 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 I probably put completely uninterested because I, I don't, I know how they do things, and like I'm not interested yeah. in that. That's it. What's that thing JBL and Peter Rosenberg do? Like that fake shooty, like uh, dancing on the table or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put it on the table. Coming to the table. Some whatever. Put them on the glass. Some yeah. Um, put them on the glass. <laughs> so yeah. So that was that was basically the survey. It's in the uh, Facebook group if you want to take it, uh, Cam. But it's one of the okay. it's one of the more interesting surveys they sent out. Right? Yeah, so that's why like, I definitely they, they're really with trying it. to get in the heads of. Yeah, it. I mean, that it was it was kind of interesting. I'm like. Yeah, it's like now I have to actually put my, you know, when you have ten dollars right, to decide you can on see, these things. You can go, oh, people cool. like this. You can go, oh, people <laughs> like this thing, but only this percent of that many people that voted for that uh, or said they were interested or very interested or extremely interested. You know, only whatever fifteen percent of them actually put a dollar on it or any amount of. Well, well, it's, it's a great way to quantify it, yeah. So you can actually see, like, yeah, people like it, but they're not willing to, you know, spend or, like, like when the Wade asked that question, like, four or five years ago when everybody's talking about, uh, you know, John Cena to turn him heel and whatever, and they're like, and he would say, if, you're, if your money's on the line, you know, not your fandom, but your money's on the line, like, who are you pushing? You're talking about a couple of years ago. He put one out like yesterday or the day before a survey like the same thing about his new podcast. 
and it was really it was a really good survey it was like survey monkey did it and it was like uh which things do you like which things do you don't which who who which kind of guest do you like what kind of uh, commentary do you like uh, kind of set up a format i like the way he did his survey because it was like really like it was hard to like not guess off that you know uh, uh co-host off that list uh, you made you made the cut um Cam, you didn't make you didn't make it. You weren't you weren't on yeah. the list. But hopefully yeah. you won't be soon. Yeah. We gotta, well because yeah. it hasn't been on the damn podcast. I was on twice. I I know. I know. Yeah, no, it was oh. hard. it was like I wanted I I wanted to vote for everybody, but I'm like am I just voting for no, everybody? I'm if you're giving a survey to people about what they they can't I mean, they don't necessarily they haven't heard Cam on that format, format, so or in that forum, so why would he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Make any Cam, sense. Cam would be. I would love to hear. It's not. I would a, love it's to not. Hey, who do you like at the torch? And, and then I would say, hell yeah, why isn't Cam no, no, on no. there? He's a fucking. You know, but who do you like on the Wake Hour podcast? One podcast. Um, a guy that hasn't been on it. Yeah. Like Rich was That's on what it. I know for. And, I know, it was, you know, not it was a joke. Pile it on to Cam that he's like, you know, the out of the trio. He's not the, you know, he's the only one that hasn't been on the Wade Keller podcast one podcast. But you know, Rich was on, so I would say yes, Rich should be in that survey. <laughs> so last week he said, "Oh, I'm angling for a role on that podcast," and I'm like, "That's where the joke came." I'm sorry, I've been. Of course you are. All right. So, um, <laughs> so uh, uh, speaking of drinking. The Jericho Cruise. I'm assuming you heard. Yeah. I saw okay, something so about that I, today. I didn't know that if it was a real thing. I saw one of you yeah, guys in the group me chat posted a, a thing about somebody. Uh, oh, it was a tweet from Lance Storm tweeting somebody or retweeting somebody that was like they almost threw Disco Inferno off of one once. And I, I thought when they said Jericho, like, that was it. Like, oh, they had a Jericho Cruise in like 99? Like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> but that's what I thought they were talking about, not something that was about to happen. So no, fill me in. I have no idea. All kinds of wrestlers and all kinds of bands. It's got all kinds of wrestlers, all kinds of bands. Not not uh, WWE guys. I think there might be a couple WWE guys there. Uh, Jim Ross is gonna have to be there. Um, Chris Jericho, the Dudleys, friggin' ever, and all these wrestlers Wait keep tweeting out about how they're gonna go. Yeah. Rich has been on the Wade Keller podcast, podcast one, podcast three times. Is that what he just tweeted? Three. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't listen to the Wade Keller podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not a VIP? Do you, do you need to get the commercials taken out? What the hell is wrong with you? Now I'm, now I'm upset. I, mean, I, I feel you, I feel, I feel you, Cam. Cam, I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Not, didn't say anything. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, right? <laughs> go ahead, uh, Bobby. I'll cut you off uh, about the cruise. God damn it, Rich. Uh, it, it sounds like really neat deal. I looked it up. I looked at prices. Uh, the problem is I'm single occupancy. I'm single occupancy Jones over here. And it, it would cost me basically. I have to buy a room for two, and then they give me a little discount because I'm only one dude. So I'm like, so if you're going to give me a $200 discount, 
just because I'm single? Like, why don't I just invite a friend because it only costs that dude 200 bucks to do the cruise? Like, or girl, or whatever. Like, I don't know how cruise... I've never been on a cruise. Because I think cruise... The idea of a cruise sounds ridiculous. But I think I'd want to go if it was, like, all wrestling people and we're all stupid wrestling fans. I think I'd like that. And when I get... Annoyed by them, I can just go in my room. But the, that's a good point. The one I have is like the one I have. The one I want, I looked it up and it was like two thousand dollars. So yeah. Next October, and then, you, and then you go and then have another whole another ordeal with your job. And I said I could go on now this cruise, we, dude. <laughs> yes, yeah. and it's only. October, what's that? How many months after SummerSlam? Because I'm going to SummerSlam next year, too. So we're going to have to work that out. Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, way to bring it down, Trav. You got Travis. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what I do? I want to get out real. I want to get out real quick because I, I have I have two more things. I want to get out real quick. Uh, yeah. Bobby Heenan, my favorite Bobby Heenan is uh, Survivor Series '92 when when Warrior left and they had to put Perfect in that match with Flair and Razor Ramon and Macho Man, and that whole primetime wrestling was like this whole theme of Macho Man recruiting Mister Perfect. And Mr. Perfect turning on Bob Heenan and poured water all over his head. That was the best Heenan thing ever. And it was like, and I, I'm a ninety, I'm a ninety-one through ninety-six guy. So that's my Heenan time. Flair, Perfect, commentary, Roddy Piper dealing with all that stuff, and then his first uh, stint or his his stint in um, WCW. So that's my 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 Heenan time. And that's when I loved him most. And good stuff, man. My my final thing, my uh, what I just I'll let you go after this. Uh, what are your expectations for the Brock Braun match between these three? Brock versus Joe, Braun versus Reigns, or Braun versus Show? Where do you think that Brock? Versus Braun Falls. As far as match quality, is that where you're getting at? Yes. Yes. Um. Well, I just think him and Reigns have just had you know an entire year and so many different situations and stipulations to work with that that that's a bit unfair. Um. That's why I picked the the, the three show big show matches because they. You know, all three of those matches were good that Big Show had with Braun, but they were all. Oh, I forgot the last one was a cage match, but um, so the one, so two, so the 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 first two or whatever that. Where did they have four? And the the first three were regular matches. The third one being the 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 the, the exploding ring, and then they went to three. a cage. Yeah, well, either way, the three, the ones yeah. where with no stipulation, I'm, that's the standard I'm using. Um, and, and I picked that, um, picking, uh, I forget what the hell. Um, 
Yeah, so that's because they didn't have it. They had they kept it all in the ring. There weren't any stipulations. Uh, but I but I think Cam's probably right. They're going to do give them leeway, and the referee has been instructed to give them some leeway. You know, so so as far as putting people, somebody's going through announce tables, and that's typically like kind of out of the you know that's a little bit always been a bit of a a gray area. Quasi legal, <laughs> you know, put somebody through an announce table like it's kind of just there, whatever. <laughs> um, I, 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 it's going to be somewhere between you know the, the one of the better Big Show matches and you know some of the stuff him and him and Ray, Braun and Reigns did, just because of uh, my my supposed uh, lim- or what I think are going to be their limitations. Necessary limitations because it's just a match, just a you know one on one standard match. Cam, I I, I think it's going to be um, I think it'll be good, um, but yeah, I think you know somewhere in the in the range of a uh, uh, brawn and show. Um, you know, I just think Joe is just so seasoned and gives off that tough, big fight vibe, um, even though Braun is very good in the ring. I just think, you know, Joe's just a different animal as far as what he's able to do. Um, but, yeah, I, I still think it'll be really good. Yeah. All right, thank you, guys. Awesome. And uh, I appreciate you taking my call so early, and I appreciate you, and I uh, look forward to listening to you. I'll try to get an email in for the uh, show in. Thank you. Sounds okay. good, Talk man. You. Take care. That was uh, Craig from. Where's Craig from? Toledo, somewhere in friggin' yep. Tulsa. No, no, yeah, Toledo, Oklahoma. What was I thinking? Um, it's Ohio, but it's yeah, yeah. whatever. Tulsa is in Oklahoma. Toledo is in Ohio. You're there. Let's uh, let's take. Where'd Kylan go? He was on earlier. There he is. I think that's him. Uh, Kylan, is that you, my friend? What up? Yes, it, yes, it is, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right, man. Which one do you mind? Oh, uh, not much. Uh, Cam, uh, in, in case you, in case you happen to listen to. Today's episode of Wrestling Road Stories, I received an email from Glacier over the weekend letting me know that his mom passed away uh, Saturday and and he wasn't comfortable coming on for obvious reasons. So I have rebooked him to come back or to come on in two weeks. Gotcha. Sounds sounds good. And I I definitely understand that. uh, You know, thoughts with him, that's uh, always a rough thing to go through. Yeah, so what you got? So since, since you were... Just discussing 
it with Craig a few minutes ago, I too took the WWE Network survey right before going on the air, and it sounds like you and I were on the same wavelength, Travis, except for I included the TNA slash Global Force slash however they are going to package its content into my survey. Okay. So you weren't uh, uh, you weren't a big fan of the idea of a WWE comedy like sitcom or no one hour or, drama or, or drama whatsoever. I would say what no, if I had dragon? That is not what I want. I I I come as a matter of fact. I try my hardest to completely bypass those questions. Well, don't bypass them. Answer them like, fuck no. You know, tell them like, no, that's not what, you know, decent human beings want to see. That, that, that's what, that's what I did, but, but I, wish you, I wish you were allowed to bypass those questions. I wish you were allowed to write stuff in, like, hey, just do wrestling better. <laughs> you know, like, stop hating yourself. Or being a wrestling company and thinking you're going to get do a goddamn sitcom or a rom com or fucking whatever. God damn it. Oh, uh, like what? reality stuff. Like oh, like oh, on the road with the superstars. Like oh, you know, okay, sure. You know, lightly interested. Uh, <laughs> but I w- hey, we're gonna do a drama I like Game of Thrones. Oh no, I no. wasn't planning on this. Going in as one of my questions, but since you since you just led me in this direction, do you think that if this were Triple H's company creatively, that especially with his booking style being more wrestling sensible than Vince's, do you think that there would be more emphasis on straight wrestling content? Or do you think we would have more stupid crap like Camp WWE? I I, I think, okay, so there's a difference between like being having a good booking mind or just a common sense wrestling knowledge of you know what goes where in a feud and how intense things you get at what points and 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 how to pace out things and that's different from then going okay we have this giant network uh that we have to sell and appeal to I think the network should and absolutely should uh, should try to appeal to uh to more more than just straight wrestling content because 
you know, that's it's a network now. Like ESPN's yeah. sports, you know, and that's maybe not the best example, but even you know, I don't know. It's just you know, diversity is is a good thing with everything, with most things, I should say. Um, I, I, so, so I, I don't know if it would be as over the top, or if he would go, you know, yeah, we're not going to try. Let's not, we're not going to do, or if we are going to do a damn WWE comedy, because it can be done. I mean, you know, I say third rate, for real, for real, third rate comedies and sitcoms and dramas are on like Hulu and Prime, and they're pretty good. Yep. So. <laughs> you know, and they really just by how many people are seeing them and the net platforms are just, you know, third and fourth rate, you know, you know, shows. But that doesn't mean they have to be garbage and have, you know, hell, I got Amazon for a year off of Amazon Prime on the years off the strength of Man in a High Castle. It's a tremendous show on Amazon. Like, WWE can do original content and try to do. It's just a matter of are they going to? Can they get people that are good at that stuff? They have a hit. Their history says no. They their movies didn't start yeah. getting better until they just started doing basically Donald Trump. Like let's just slap our name on the, on the executive producer and creators credits like a WWE production. Like yeah, or in association with WWE. Like yeah, well, well, this is a Lionsgate project that they did, and now you just, you know, you can tell the difference between those types of movies, like the the Halle Berry one, and you know, all, and then like Twelve Rounds Reloaded. Like there was a very different mm-hmm. movies, the creatively, the, the the writing, the themes of the movie, everything. It's just one's a thought out, like you know probably smart thriller and the other is just a dumb action meathead movie <laughs> like that doesn't take a ton of ton of uh creativity to put together um so yeah i mean me voting against that kind of stuff just is because it's wwe and i don't have any faith that they would do it well doesn't mean that it can't be done with with their resources I mean, there's so many young and up-and-coming people, you don't have to pay a ton <laughs> that can put series together. And, on, you know, that might be their launching point to bigger and better things, but, you know, come on. Talent's out there. You just got to know where to look and, and, then, and, then, and then cultivate it. Yep. And, and oh. I go, I say yes. Triple H would, if not himself, because – I'm not sure if he he might recognize he doesn't have that those skills to be out there evaluating drama talent, you know, or writing talent that kind of thing. But he would get people that that can that have a back rec, that have a track record, especially if he had the resources of WWE and the infrastructure and the money. Yeah, I I can agree with that. So on to on to my official questions. Uh, question question number one concerns WWE returns, and in this case, I am referring to, of all people, Paige. Yeah. Paige ha- 
recently announced that she has undergone two days of training at the WWE Performance Center to eventually return to in-ring competition. Where, where will Paige go and who should her first program be with is my first official question. Um, where will she go? It's it's too bad she had such a such an intense gimmick to begin with that she can't really you, you know, if for for Paige, if she was like a more more less dark character, just put it that way, like she wears black, black lipstick, black eyeliner, black uniform or outfit, you know, gothy sort of tinge to her and pale skin and all that. If she was just more of kind of a run-of-a-mill chick, she could come back with a super edgy gimmick, right? Like, yeah, I'm a bad girl now. I got a sex tape, bitch, deal with it. Yeah. But she's already kind of super in your face, screaming, you know, you know, beat your ass yeah. kind of tough chick. Anyway, you can't really push that, uh, especially aesthetically, like visually. I mean, what else can she do? Get a mohawk or, you know, more piercings? Or, no, I mean, it's just, no, people would probably see through that. Um, so, uh, probably, uh, I don't know. It, it, it might depend on who has an issue, who has an issue with her on the roster, um, like maybe they want to keep her away from. Do they not want her on the same show as? Oh, this shit! I keep thinking that damn sex tape. That's from twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen. Like, yeah. As you know, like, oh well, she can't be on the same show as Xavier Woods now. Like, why not? They're adults <laughs> who smashed. You know, just happened to now. Everybody knows and saw. Uh, yep. And you know, whatever. Don't mean it. You know, it was a bad. They had a bad whatever. I never really heard anything about that part of it. Um, but she could go anywhere, but, but, but probably Raw because that's just. Oh man, her and Oscar, like that would be great. Yeah. Real quality work, and like you don't want to see her go to SmackDown because then she's just person six in the ring while they're about to have a three on three tag match or a fatal six way match or you know, like. You know, so you want to see her on Raw. Who, as far as who to feud with, I mean, Kylan, it's so hard because it doesn't, like, the feuds don't really stand out and everybody kind of runs into each other with the women. So I couldn't really specify, like, I'd want to see her versus Oscar. I really want to see her versus Sasha, um, which I think will be a really good match. Um, mm. But, yeah, there's definitely, like, quality matches out there, but it's, it's hard for me to say, like, who, who, who I'd want to see necessarily. And do you bring her back as a babyface or a heel? Or do you just kind of, like, let the fan, like, let's see. Yeah, I think you see where it goes. And see where, you know. What did you say? I missed it. see where it goes. Yeah, I think you see where it goes. I think you put her out there and uh, and kind of see where it falls. I think she's a star. I mean, people are going to react to her. It's not like, oh, you know. Like, no, she's still paid. Like, she's. Super young. It's not like we got too. We saw too much of you know she was overexposed or anything. Like 
nope, she's been gone for like damn near two years plus. So, yeah, I think she could uh, draw some interest for sure. She's definitely worth, I mean, yeah, she's definitely worth keeping around and, and, and putting on TV and pushing. I'd like to see just uh, her and Emma, because I remember they had uh, they had great matches in NXT in 2013 and 2014 before she got called up. So, yeah. So, what's, uh, what's number two? And my second question is in regards to the recent news of WWE Starcade. As all of us know, Cody Rhodes recently sent an angry tweet to top creative official and head WWE agent Michael Hayes re- requesting that he at least book gold dust on to the Starcade possible network special. Michael Hayes counter-offered that by inviting Cody to have a tag team match with the Hardy Boys at the Starcade house show slash possible network special. My question is, should Cody agree to this? And if he does, do you think after the match, he will be offered a new WWE deal with some of the concessions he asked for when he left. Right. Uh, real, real quick, Cam, another, another question was, would you like more specialty shows like international spot shows that, you know, like the Tokyo Brock show or the... Uh, the uh, uh, the Tokyo <laughs> Finn Balor uh, Nakamura show and those types of deals. Oh, and uh, the answer would be yes to that. Be, absolutely, abs- absolutely. Those were the types of stuff. Yeah, like very excited for 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 for, for that. Um, and and another was, would you like to see current house shows? And I was like, nah, eh, what the hell not? You know, <laughs> you know, just to have one in the background. <laughs> Uh-huh. Watch damn house show from 1976, friggin' Bob Backlund or something on it. Why not? Uh, uh-huh. You know, but yeah. So, um, as far as Kylan's question, so it's a potential. Yeah, I, when I first saw the uh, thing, I was like, so this is just a random like Saturday house show in Greensboro that you're going to call Starcade and have like a like do it do it up and do it big, but just. A house show, essentially, just a live event in Greensboro that they're calling Starcade. Like, okay, I guess good for them. You know, like good for yeah, those cool. thousand people that show up to to Greensboro Coliseum. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm sure Bruce will go and yeah, hear about it. 
so uh, uh, making it a network special kind of makes sense, but it's it's and it's going to be in the sea of other things, like it's so many other. And why not just make it a real Sunday pay per view? Like, yeah, I don't get that at all. So I don't know. I don't. I'm not particularly excited one way or the other. Like, even if it's going to be a network I mean, show, like, yeah. I mean, it gave me a chance to do some some photoshopping, so that's pretty cool. Um, but you know, yeah. it'll happen. Well, it won't happen. Like Charlotte. Gosh, see that? Yeah, same day as WrestleCade, so that's going to be a fun weekend if you're in the area. Like, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, like, I want to see Charlotte and Kylie in a cage. I think that'll be good. Uh, but yeah, I think it's you know, it's a thing. It's cool. Like Usos, uh, Usos New Day, Texas Tornado match. Like, it's it, the, we're still months away from those two teams wrestling and me not being interested in it. So, like, yeah, I, I do want to see that. Cool, Kylan. Appreciate your uh, your call. Oh. We'll talk to you. Oh, on on the co- on the Cody portion. Oh shit, that's right, Cody offered. Um, yeah, he should. He no. should take the money. He should. Wrestle. I don't think. Um, was Michael Hayes even authorized no. to say, "Hey, won't you come do a tag match"? Yeah, right. I don't know but, if he has that pool, but no, he no, should. Like, um, so the idea that they're going to offer him thing with his concessions is like, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know about all that. I don't even know about him. So I'm going to say no. He's not going to be on that show. Like no. Well, no, no, no. I think that wasn't the question. Though. Like, is he going to be on it? If he's offered to do it, yes, he should. Like, that's my thing. Get your check. Like, if you're offered to do it, yes, you should go do it. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, it's I, a I date. Yes, if your if your schedule yes allows it, sure. No, but I also don't but, see uh, that necessarily happening. Brian from Phoenix is so petty. What do you say? <laughs> you got an SVIP email just came in. First off, super early. Like, <laughs> I think we kind of got on him about uh, he, he he just waited too long or he fell asleep or something. Uh, so he's like, I'll get him in early. You know, son's still up. He, he got the damn email in. So anyway, um, so yeah, but thanks again, Colin, for for. Uh, do you think? Did you even answer? Like, do you think it'll be offered? I say no. Yeah, I, I probably not. You might have a contract for him, yeah. but not with no concessions and like. <laughs> it's just gonna be standard. Like, no, we'll push you. Like, we feel like pushing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see your damn email, Brian. You're going to tweet that shit. Um, all right, let's... Uh, who are we going to talk to next? Let's go to... Uh, ooh, we got some nice selection here. Let's, um, let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what up? Uh, Fellas, fellas, what's going on? How y'all doing, man? Hey, what's the Not deal, much. Mike? 
you in seven? Yeah, no, I'm actually vacuuming this damn coffee and adding it oh. into my jar. Yeah. My night job I All work right, at um a museum. Bigger than that, um this piggy bagging off uh what y'all was just talking about as for like Starcade thing and all that. Like when yeah. I first saw it, I'm like, a house show? I said this shit has gotta be like a network special. Like I think that's the only way if you make not it a network special, if they don't promote it, it's like, how do you not promote the Starcade? But it's like, fam, we got, you know, yeah, okay. you know, it's like. But not to mention, ain't that Survivor King or, or something like that? Oh, is it? What do you mean? Because it was Thanksgiving weekend, so. So probably not. It will probably be an after. Yeah, I think uh, it's like Survivor Series is probably the weekend before. Yeah, Survivor Series, you know, take over Houston. But so, um, Trav, you was right. You was right. You quoted me on you was right. I gotta give you about a what? prop. You was right. The street prop. What? What? I mean, I mean, you right, but yeah, about what? Remind the people. What the street prop right. I called them a. I, I called them a bootleg. Prime time. They kind of better. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I take that back, people out there. It's me, Mike from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? <laughs> Taking that. Word. Nah, because it's that kid. Um, what's the what's the kid? I think he's um he's actually engaged to the Bianca Blair chick in, uh, in real life. So, um, oh, they engaged? What's the okay, one that, I didn't know that. Dude. Yeah. Homie, with that, that, that got the cup. Not the um, not the Dawkins, his partner. The what is it? Yeah, Montez Ford. Montez Ford. Yo, yo, that dude is money. He's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah. That dude is money. I'm, I, I'm, I'm talking about, and he's still. I think he's only 28. I say give or take another three years. That dude is money. Like that's the African, you know, quote unquote. Remember WWE was looking for an African-American face of a company. Yeah, I mean, I there's guess. Your, there's, there's your guy. They usually got to look like Ahmed Johnson or Bobby Lashley or Ezekiel Jackson. That's 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 Vince's. Or maybe or even Apollo Crews. You know, they'll try. Nah. Dude got charisma. He might be a 5-2 player. He got the size. He got charisma. And he got that look. You know, that, that all-important look. That they, you know, lust after. I think he gonna be good. Yeah, I think he's yeah, strong. Yeah, uh, did you see, did you see so Daw- Angelo Dawkins' uh, half a decade in the NXT T-shirt? Yep. <laughs> or half wow. a decade development. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> he ain't never lied though. He been, he one of the dudes that have been there. I think he was there when it was FCW. Ever been five years. He's been around. Shit, he was there when uh, he was there when Eli Drake was there. Wow. Yeah. Um. I mean, as far as Paige, like they would be stupid not to. You know what I'm saying? Not to push her and capitalize off her. Can't remember 
Eric Bischoff's age-old punch song controversy creates cash. And she's money right now. She's a breath of fresh air. She hadn't been, a, like y'all said, she's a superstar, big name, hadn't been on TV in almost two years. A lot of shit done happened, went down in that time frame. Got a biopic of her and her family coming out. They would be so stupid not to, you know what I mean, capitalize on right, her. Right, and that's now, why I'm, she hasn't gotten fired and through all the Del Rio stuff and, you know, I mean, can't fire somebody because th- their sex tape got out. I mean, that's just... I mean, uh, you I mean, can't I'm, fire a 24-year-old girl from being dignitized by a 50-year-old man anyway. Oh, you're talking about Del Rio. Yeah. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah, she was out there, though, like. Yeah, she was. Arrested and all that. Girl, I mean, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been, like, surprising. But they do have, yeah, that project coming out and, yeah, all that. Yeah, they'd be stupid to, um, you know, you know, not give her a second, you know, a full second chance. I think they missed the boat with that one, as they have already done with Nikki James. I just feel so sorry for us. Like she just there for yeah, a what check. a waste. That was yeah. Shout out to her getting paid, but no, she getting paid. She getting paid. Like creative, she, like, creatively, she can't be being getting fulfilled. But you know, there's no way she's going to get pushed like she got pushed in '05. So you know, the height of her, you know, uh, popularity and not, maybe not popularity, but like pushed, uh, you know, with the company behind her. But yeah, at least she getting that check. Ain't got to take a bunch of bumps. Right. I don't see why they didn't get a kid Brutus Magnus a, a, a shot, a husband. I don't either. Yeah, he's, I don't get that because he's, he's got good I don't, size. I, and there's something to that. Look. I don't know why. I don't think a lot of people Somebody that somebody in management didn't like him or he, he met somebody right. one time and rubbed him the wrong way. Something stupid. Something yeah. stupid. Because he, he got, like, shit. He's good. He can talk. Huh. I don't understand it. Yep. Um, um, and we too, fellas, like, of what we just, you know, the, 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 the discuss what we was talking about last week as far as the gender shit. They got to stop it. Dude, you're not funny. It's nothing, you know what I mean? You're, you're not connected. Take the title off. Man. Mm-hmm. And from what I'm hearing, he's done nothing for, you know, the social media market in India. Our action is going down. Though it's not him, you got it. It's not. It, it had nothing to do with him personally. That damn. You look at the the views for the May Young Classic matches, right? They yeah. all get about. They get. They all average about a quarter of a million views per per video per match per you know whatever four to eleven minute video clip. The Kavita Devi Dakota Kai. Four point eight million views, and it's not because Davida, uh, Dakota Kai, you know, like New Zealand is like came out, <laughs> you know. That's so that's why he's where he is and is continuing to get the push he's getting. It has to be right. 
I mean, I know that whole India show, like, you know, they're going to India. That just, we just took that hook, line, and sinker without, like, hey, let's maybe check that Indian arena schedule. And that advice, <laughs> sure, they, you know, nobody did that, right? Just was like, oh, yeah, no, they're going to India in September or whenever it was supposed to happen. Um, never, yeah, so, but there's a, there's got to be, I hope that's the reason that like, they're just still, like, yeah, yeah. Or it's just like, nope, we don't want to be, we don't want to like blink first or admit that this was a terrible idea. It was a I mean, terrible like, idea. Ago where I was like, I even wrote like, nah, fam, y'all got to, this got to be this this experiment. Yeah, got to end it. It was just as smart as the brightest in ideas, Jimmy Jack Funk or Outback Jack. Like, come on, man. Yeah, but those were just. Opening card guys, they didn't get elevated to the title. So even does, no matter right. how the problem. idea is, it's not you're not it's not your main thing going. He's just an opening card guy, and it's like to me, the longer he holds the the um the chip, the the stronger he devalues it. To me, and you got this um the universal title looking like the main title, like you know. Maybe that was the point. Yeah. The universal title. Because remember, nobody took that title seriously. You know, with Owens, and it's a red title, and, you know, the toy. Shit, I was in the building. Even with with I was in the building for that. Even with Lesnar, you know, he's around, he's a champion, but he's, you know, he's not around, he doesn't wrestle every month. So maybe that's just, yeah. Like, well, maybe if we just do regular good stuff over here with the Universal title by also making a SmackDown belt, making a WWE title like a joke. People, That's what it's looking like right now. Yeah. People associate the main title with Raw again, and the Universal Championship will get that. So that sucks, but, yeah, seems like that's, that's kind of what, what happened. And I came yeah. to the discussion a little late. What was y'all thoughts on um, Mr. Jenko James's um, promo this week? I thought it was pretty good. We didn't even talk about that. It was the you yeah, know it was probably the best, best promo he's best promo he's cut. At least definitely. And it was a lot of truth. And there was a lot of truth in that. It was a lot yeah. of truth to that. Got your boy looking like one of the biggest fuck boys that ever lived. Even opening his yeah, mouth. but anybody that was paying attention just uh, knew. I mean, even <laughs> Cena apologized a year ago. Like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I take all that back. So it's it's kind of a, it's a bit of a cheap, a bit of a cheap. Uh, he didn't apologize like on Raw, or but like in, a, in an interview. In the interview, so yeah, yeah, I read it. I read it. To 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 use that, but no, nah, he actually. He actually did come out on Raw and say, I, I mean, I don't know if he fully apologized, oh, but he did? I remember okay. him coming out, yeah. Like sometime last year, I remember so him coming out. it's even cheaper, so. But out of that, yeah. But people don't, people don't remember. It's it's the it's the newspaper that runs the headline, uh, you know, Mike from Brooklyn, uh, you know, fucking, you know, stole some shit from the corner store <laughs> or whatever. And then when it's like... No. Fan, Mike gonna be a bank trap. Was it? Yeah, Mike from Brooklyn was in Queens. Here's the footage. Here's like the fucking cell phone tower uh, ping, 
And then they run three days later on page, you know, A8. Like, oh, Mike ain't do nothing. <laughs> it's like they did it, but anyway. Yeah. More people saw the big front page joint of Mike's, you know, got core fucking, oh, he was doing Brooklyn Flasher and shit. Yeah. And what was this uh what was this uh network survey did? What's going on with that? Yeah, they just put out a survey asking a bunch of questions. It was pretty pretty decent survey. It's about it was about, about the this? tier. Like about premium like about adding premium more premium content and they never asked about money. They they I, uh uh yeah, I do not think I can get Kylan back on. He remember. But I don't think they ever said, would you be willing to pay, you know. I guess that's the next one. They have to gather, see what people want, and then go, all right, we'll ring of honor, progress, or whatever, or dramas and all that shit. What would you pay for? Or, you know, would you pay 15 bucks? I would pay 15 for more wrestling talks. I don't want to fucking see. Uh, Man, I'm paying ten dollars, and I want the same shit. I want the same shit right. I'm getting right now. Add what you want. I don't care. I'm satisfied with, exactly. with what I'm getting now. I don't care what you add. I want my shit to still be ten dollars, or or increased reasonably. Like I don't want to be getting the same shit, and now you're charging me fifteen bucks, and somebody right. else nineteen ninety nine. You know, twenty bucks for another tier. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. That's not how this works. I don't want to see no fucking. Oh, oh they did have a. Would anymore. you like to be? Would you like bonuses and not bonuses, but like giveaways and sweepstakes? Yeah. And, Why not? Um, huh. like VIP, like kind of treat, like oh, you get first dibs on tickets. You know, if you're a premium tiered subscriber, you get first first go at like you know at, uh, major events. Um, to the bu- tickets to the building. Um, and also they asked if you want, do you want VIP, do you want content or do you want like giveaways and stuff for folks that have been like for me and I assume Cam and I don't know about you, Mike, but I've been a subscriber since day one and haven't, huh? you know, it's yeah. Just, yeah, I'm done. it's been all, you know, yeah. So we would be, we could get like, we'd be like, I don't know, platinum type level, because we never lapsed and been there from the beginning. So, like, hey, do you think those people should get something more? And I was like, fuck yeah. That was weird. <laughs> so, yeah. So those are, as we're talking, yeah, I'm remembering more questions from this thing. So, yep. Sure, we should get, like, one free year. Well, goddamn, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? What do you <laughs> think? <laughs> one free year. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Mike ain't satisfied to the dealership. Like, come in, buy one Toyota Camry, get second Toyota Camry free. Like, okay, that's what we doing now. Free, free oil changes on my Shit, other car. We deserve, we deserve something. Okay. You know, you know what they could do though. You know what I think would be dope. Instead of flashback five day, just throw it back. Just have a um. All out throwback Saturday. Like, remember, how, like, like what we grew up on, like old school Saturday. They need to put fucking WCW shit on at 605. I mean, have to set up for them <laughs> in so many ways. Like, that'd be so dope. Why every Saturday don't I get turned on? Versus, uh, WCW. Do Malenko L. Dandy match. I'm here for it. They got everything. They don't even got to be that particular show, but WCW content should be on the network. 
streaming every Saturday at six o'clock. I don't care what it right, is. Right, exactly. Nitro, Thunder, actual TBS, you know, Saturday shows. And then if you want to kick in, yeah. Then, then if you want to kick in something modern, move fucking two oh five live on Saturday about eight nine o'clock at Next night. You know what I'm saying? Right or wrong, Cam? And Travis, like, that'd be dope. Throw up the old Mid-South, throw up superstars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. I think that'd be lit. And have, you know, somebody different, have somebody fucking different and just come on and um, host it. Ooh, Bait and Seven versus O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Wow. Not tonight. Mm. That's tonight. What? That ain't happening. This gonna be an awesome. Jason versus O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Wow. Well, I think that could work. Alright. Alright, fellas. Anything else for us, Mike? Nah, that's it. Alright, Mike, we appreciate it, man. Alright. Definitely. <laughs> oh damn! Something something funny was happening. <laughs> Gar- Gargano's uh wrestling back to back weeks. Wait, so who are Fish and uh, O'Reilly facing? Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. That's going to be good. Okay, I can see. Yeah. Oh, now you got to face the other one. The even cornier one. Tino Sabatelli. He's so corny. Uh, all right, look at Rich on the line. Rich, uh, thoughts with the non-VIP folks? What up? What's going on, people? Oh, oh, and, on, and, and congratulations, uh, offensive coordinator, getting your first win as an OC. Big win, big dominant win. Yeah, state champs last year. Yeah, man. Salute. Yeah. I think by the transitive property, we now own their title. I was trying to hop a go. fence, grab it real quick. Sounds right it's to me. Guys, his name, I'm going by the name Yeah. His name is Riddick Moss. Like, I, I can't get over that. Oh, yeah, why are you and so... Uh, like what does that mean to you? Like, why is that like such it. a big deal? The, the blackest name. It's just so black. Like, I thought Apollo Creed was the most ridiculously black name they ever came up with. Huh? Saba Simba. Oh, Saba Simba? Well, I mean black, not not jungle. Like, I mean... We're talking about Vince McMahon. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's... He thought he was taking an ethnic jump. He's like, it's Saba. I love Saba. He's like, do you mean Santa? Saba. Apollo Creed. I thought was, like, the limit. Because I think, like, Ahmed Johnson is black, but that's more like, like I feel like Ahmed Johnson was actually running uh, side-by-side side with John Henry Irons spiking railroad spikes. 
So that's, I mean, that's tall tale black. But, like, Riddick Moss is, like, well, Farouk Asad. It's a different level. And it's not a black guy. That's the thing that's killing me. Let's let's call him Riddick Moss. That, oof, I'm shook. I think was that more proof that when he because when he came in, you know, three four years ago, they were doing the thing where nobody got to keep their name. Is that more proof that they put his name? You know, they just did the uh, the simulator, like you know, boop 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 boop. Riddick, boop 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 Moss. I think that was one of the leftover names for Apollo Cruz, and. I don't think the time works, but, you, go, you know. Pal. Like, like, you're Riddick Ross. <laughs> Riddick Ross. <laughs> Rouse. So, uh. And you got to take that slander out of my man, Gino Savatelli's mouth. I don't know. I, know I mean, he can't. He was my favorite. He was my favorite, uh. Madden 06 to Madden 10, like, <laughs> Simon free agency, put a 6-3 dude yeah. in free safety and rack up them stats. Yeah, man. He had a speed of, like, 90 in free safety. I was like, okay. Awareness of two. Now I understand why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Awareness at two. Damn. <laughs> he on the other side of the field. He don't even... <laughs> No, what's going? What on? day of the week? What day of the week is it, Savvy? It's Tuesday. It's 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 Sunday. Sunday, Savvy. Mm-hmm. He's not concussed. He's just not smart. I mean, Savvy Piscatelli. That's that's already a name you could use. He's like nice Italian boy from up the street. Everybody's happy. Tino Sabatelli sounds like a leg breaking dude that just never made yeah. it where he needed to go. No, yeah, he's like he's definitely installing uh, cigarette machines in your bar and keeping half the money. And he gets his, he keeps himself in shape by punching out the uh, colors that show up wow. mistakenly to the bar. Yeah, yeah, he got, yeah, he does. What do you, what do you call That's him? A lot of colors him, uh, showing up to his uh, bar, then. Hit you with the, hit you with the, uh, the movie rose is what he does. Right. It's when he pulls right. it back and then punches us. Is it? Oh. Hey, T, no. Oh, no. Look who came in to eat today. Oh, uh, mm. oh Johnny got him. Go ahead and tap out, big dog. Gargano. Look at Johnny <laughs> yeah. getting like 18 hey, Johnny wrestling is in the last day. Gargano's body is ridiculous. When he came out last like, week to, uh, to face Sabatelli, I was like, God damn. Uh, I mean, yeah, you got to think about it. Like, Super I mean, cut. he is working out all the time at the facility. His wife is now working out all the time at the facility. There's nobody to give you a cheat meal because you both trying to keep a job. <laughs> yep. yep. And now, and now hey, we got uh, my boy showing up like a televangelist trying to talk to William Regal. Roderick Strong trying to spread the good news to William Regal. Oh, <laughs> oh I must be. They got written down on the. Uh, yeah, cause he, because they're smart. They don't want Roderick Strong to look like he's like 10 inches. Right. 
they do so. I mean, even on their like off weeks, Lars Sullivan, who's the next person Vince is gonna want to kidnap. They really do have to do. I guess that's the one thing I talk about on the free. They really do have to do the Ernie Ladd classic because they got a lot of big dudes that can go. Oh, Bianca Belair versus Lacey Evans in the Shahid will not be happy either way match. Wow, are you serious? They're showing the Jose Sullivan uh, ad on mine, my end. What? And it's next. Oh, hell yeah. Wow, it's up next, too. Oh, my God, this is a literal hair versus hair match. <laughs> Listen, Lacey Estrella, why she had to get all, like, Western European up as Lacey Evans. You know, because, uh, look. I don't think Young Mech would approve that. She was about to end. She was trying, she trying to fly under the radar. See, see. She trying to get caught up in that DACA sweep. See. Somebody Ophelia gonna come up with Estrella? a Nope. Yeah, Lacey her name Evans. is yeah. Somebody gonna come up with a DACA lock and people are gonna be feeling kinda of way. Somebody's gonna do what? Call up the DACA lock. DACA lock, oh damn. And Oscar, I mean, my God. Steve was ready to call fraud on my Empress of Tomorrow because she didn't come out with the sling. Turns out she decided to no-sell the shoulder injury because she didn't want to be hurt on TV. Yeah, Which that is makes insane. Sense. That's insane. <laughs> she, I'm looking at the video. They're showing the video over, and you can see she had that arm locked into place. She's like, nope, I don't need a sling. I'm fine. I was like, Asuka, you're tearing muscles as we speak. Oh, that's <laughs> that smile's super tight too. Like, she just grits. Yep, she's like, mm, go get them good drugs when I get back to the locker room. Oh, she got shot. Her arm got shot up with all kinds of memes, dopamine, friggin' morphine, right in the joint muscle or joint muscle, <laughs> right in the right in the joint muscle. Hey, and then like uh, they had to the cut. The, oh, she got they cut dope. to. Uh, Oh man! Oh my girl! Tell me you Mmm. Um, mine is Triple H hugging her. I don't know. Well, Triple H held I up mean, her arm. Yeah, he held the hurt arm. I'm like, what you doing? She just, yeah. Mmm. And square up. That's right, girl. Oh, if you don't get the out of here. She's trying to say Oscar leaving or she, she yep. ducking She's like, her. hey, you ever see us in a ring together? You ever see Clark Kent and Superman in the same room? Nope. Wow. Yo, she's so corny, man. Uh-oh. Yeah, anybody got a problem with that? You can put it in the name. I was waiting for, uh, you know, the oh, Daniel shit, Cormier of the all NXT. The with the, uh, yeah, with USO the girl look. look. Yeah. I did it. And then she does a little kick move and then the oop when she pulls off the skirt. And 
And then she pulls out the Rosie the Riveter arm bomb. Now, speaking of ladies in power, uh, one of the women I'm bringing on for the deep dive in a few weeks brought up an excellent point about what happened on Tuesday. Apparently, I, I missed it because I was semi-conscious with uh, Ellsworth and Carmella, where Carmella's basically the dominant to his submissive and how yeah. that's kind of a step up because you can't do – like, they already have women in subservient roles in WWE TV or they've had in history. So this is actually, even though it's problematic, a step forward for them. And having women say this to me was very interesting because a lot of people were getting in her mentions saying, like, you know, if this was a gray – not gray, what is it? Uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey situation, it'd be cooler. It's like, so you're cooler when the dude is in the dominant position is what you're saying, and you just want to get on Twitter and tell him yourself. Here we go. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is not going to end well. Look at that turn, yo. Oh, now. Yeah, this is going to get into Orange is the New Black Territory. (laughs) Somebody getting shanked in the shower. And this ref just trying to stay out of trouble. Like, not today, Lord. Not today. He don't want them problems. So this is the match me and Callie wanted in the semis because he like he he wanted her to go. You know he's a big fan of Lacey Evans, and he was like Lacey Evans is everything. And this was like ten minutes after I had posted on Twitter, Bianca Belair is everything. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> here's to hoping our everything's meet up in the oh, in the my. semis. But that would have meant had to mean she, she beat Kyrie Sane and like, yeah, really going at it. Jeez, yo, she okay. threw her down like what? Bitch. Mm. Oh my Power god! Thrower. Yeah, this is a street fight. Oh, here comes the whip. Okay. Nice kid. Ooh, oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, you guys are like ten seconds behind. So I'm gonna show that. You hit pause for ten seconds and then hit play, Rip. Jerk. <laughs> oh, right. I guess I could. My girl just put me to the rainmaker, so I, I had to. I had to. Like, I had to keep watching. I had to keep watching. I got it. She right now. I got baby girl. Got her up in a glamazon lock. I'm Let me know when you see that so I can hit play. Now she does. Yep. Yeah, he's just strong. Up in the there it is. Right. Slam her ass down. Jeez. She is really. She is really strong. Lazy, get out the ring. Get out the ring. Recuperate. Come on now. Where you going, Marine? Unit Corps got country. She going to hit that code Ooh. red, then you ain't going to oh. worry about Santiago. Oh. Did you just see with a bird? Shoulder joint muscles. <laughs> Ooh. Oh! Hit it with that sonic boom. Nice sweep. Wow. Yeah, he's all guy all the time. <laughs> and she just shoved her down into the pen. That, that Steve. Steve said, 
Is it me or Lacey Evans trailer park trash with a Maybelline sheen? My God. Oh my God. No, <laughs> no that's not that's not that's not Steve, that's Shahid. Shahid oh. took some gimmick infringement with the name. Oh that is her. Oh he took the okay, name. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He took no, the Kenny yeah, name is what threw me off. Yeah, because I think she had a Kenny at one point, but that's hilarious. Trailer Park Trash yeah, I told Maybelline. So he's been discriminating against Lacey. It's Freya. I'm going to call her by her name. Her mama gave her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she told you this is a street fight. This is a street fight. These two just trying. Oh, my. Yo, they, like, we're going to find out there's some... Oh, nice Bronco Buster. We're going to find out, like, somebody, somebody, these two don't oh. like each other. They got some real heat. You got to get a pen after that. Wow, Woo-hoo. nice. Lacey, Lacey, Lacey caught that rude awakening on her. And my thing was with NXT, I'm like, can they... You know, so they keep replacing these women, and they kind of can. They kind of yeah. do. Right, there was that lull, you know, when Oscar was. Oh you know, no! Right in the of Oscar. No! Here come that hair. No nope. whip. Ref, call the ref. Bitch. Call the bell, ref. Call the bell, ref. Call the bell, ref. Bell. Call the bell, ref. That ain't her hair, ref. I got receipt. She was in her hair. Oh my! Is that the oh one? no! Oh my God! No! No! No. 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 Who used to do that as a finisher? Was it Canyon? Canyon. Somebody it was uh, Big like Show that. used to do something Big Show like did that, that as a signature yep. move. Yep. Yeah. Big Show had the most athletic wow. signature move. He had that leg yeah. hook. Famous sir. That was a good match, even if it did just kind of end. You know, like, it wasn't really like beat her down. It yeah, Lacey was, got like Lacey got like fifty-seven percent of the offense, and then she ate. Well, mm-hmm. they're they're playing it like the whip is what turned what turned things yeah. around. Oh, now she's skipping. Mm, mm. This is gonna have to be a hair match at some point. Somebody gotta snip that. I can't hear the music, <laughs> but I assume it's really bouncing music. She got yeah, diamonds and good. stuff all in the hair. No, that's a phone oh, object. I'm recording oh, this yeah. to R- William Regal. I'm calling William Regal. This is Lacey needs this stricken from the records. <laughs> British strong style. All right, Rich. That was, uh, that was fun. We're gonna we're gonna move on. We'll talk to all you, right. VIP man. Later. Let's uh, do a real quick email here. We've got uh, John M from Connecticut. <clears throat> he says it's about time Cena is in a feud where he doesn't get the last word and destroy his opponent on the mic. And they have yet to take it. Wait. And they have have to take it. Oh, oh, destroy his opponent on the mic and they have to take it. Uh and and can't really call him out. Quote ask un- Alex Riley, unquote, add uh, to that. Ask Tenny, he's, I'll add to that. Ask Tenny, Tenny Dykstra, ask Crime Time. Better yet, ask Mickey James. They bought her back, but don't her. I think he missed the word. Yeah, Cena doesn't hold grudges. He has no pull. I assume that was sarcastic. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Right. These are things that we ask, like, Josh and Dre and Cena fans, like, mm-hmm. how do you, uh, you know, how do you square those things? That he's this, you know, super nice guy, hustle loyalty, respect, but then he'll... Because the WWE friggin' media people or website folks printed something, he's gonna take it out on JTG and fuck up JTG's money. Yep. And then say like, "Hey, I can't do nothing to them, but I can do something to you," or something like that. Like, wait, what? No, just don't do anything to anybody. Yes, yeah, you'd be nice. You're not compelled to be a piece of garbage. Just, yeah, you just... Oh, and and fight, fight the compulsion, please. Oh, shit. Aleister Black in a suit about to address the uh, NXT Universe for the first time. And then you realize, oh, shit, he has been around since WrestleMania and ain't said a word yet. Nope. That's crazy how they can... Uh, how they do that. How, how they can... <clears throat> three months later, four months I mean, later, oh... I mean, the great thing about that, when you don't have to be on TV every week. Yeah, when you got um, an hour. Yeah, you got, yeah no, totally. Right, this guy gets to keep his mystique and all that. I mean, yeah. Just a normal gray suit, though. No, like, you know. I guess he's got a black shirt underneath it. But he's not all, like, super overly gothed out. But, uh, yeah, yeah, appreciate that, uh, John. You are, uh, you are, um, on point with that. Ask Alex Riley. Oh, can you explain that? What did, uh, Cena and Alex Riley, why were they, I'm not, uh, familiar with that. I, like, I want to say, and, you know, this is relating to what happened on Monday night, um, I, I want to say it wasn't anything direct, it was just Alex Riley having a similar look and build to John Cena uh, is kind of what did him in, from what I understand. Um, now, remember Alex Riley? Yeah. Now, remember Alex Riley? And I guess Riley the hair. Why do you his hair out? Yeah. Um, let me see if we can find some. Okay. I think, oh, I think Cena just busted his ass. Um. John Cena was ribbing him in front of everybody, from what I understand. Um, Yeah. Like, nothing, like, too bad, but I think that just kind of did him in the way he responded to it. Somebody Somebody will have the details for us here in the tweets pretty soon, I'm sure. Yeah, he just he just wasn't with the shit, apparently. Um let's see. And I think it actually led to his release. Um Rich says he's never actually talked about it. He's talked around it. Yeah. I think he broke the code, whatever the code is, how you respond to it. Yeah. So he got he was getting bust on and like was like fight me or something, basically, probably. Probably. 
who interrupted Alistair? Oh shit! Oh, let's, let's go! Let's go! I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. <clears throat> he is wearing a crop top, a long sleeve crop top turtleneck mm-hmm. with velvet pants. Shit is great. I gotta give me some hoop earrings, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> not no blue ones like that. Swag. That gotta kick his head off. The only way to do this properly. Oh, his shirt! Oh, he got it tied up in the back. He made it a halter top. I'm sorry, you got that. Yeah. A normal turtleneck. <laughs> He's psychoanalyzing him. <laughs> she didn't call that man a thot. Since I have it on mute, it looks like he just keeps calling him a bitch boy. Kicked him, kicked so him like out his hand and then just sat down on him. Shouldn't have been talking to us. Yeah, yeah, I booed him in the face, Velveteen. Put your crotch in his nose or something. What the and fuck? And he actually did him one better. <laughs> I, swear. I like that. I really like that. That was Yo, awesome. The crowd is like, wow. No, no, no. <laughs> the crowd awesome. really enjoyed that. Wow, that was that was that was well done. Creepy, both of them. <laughs> uh, this could this could be interesting. All right, let's uh, go back to the uh, phone lines. Let's uh, talk to Willis. Uh, Willis was having a fella. Not too much, man. So, Same, same, same here. 
went to waste my money on that dumb mother movie last week. How does something look so good in the previews and then just everybody's ripped it? Mm-mm-mm. I don't know, but Willis so stay saying stuff is garbage that a bunch of other people said was good, though. So what everybody else said? Yeah. Everybody like Shahid said it, but he's, it, he's the opposite. He's Mr. Uh, everything is... Like, oh, that was, that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta give it a chance. Uh, it was advertised as a horror movie, and it's not a horror movie. It's a art house movie. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily. Oh, okay. I guess if they promoted it as a horror movie, that's. But being an art house so, movie in and of itself doesn't make it bad. Uh, I I don't want to ruin it for anybody that does want to go, but. Mm-hmm. Nah, you put that, put that, yeah, and that, that's okay. Matter of fact, I'm going to see it tomorrow. Part of my, part of my self care day. I'm going to check that out finally. Jamel Hill mm-hmm. was not impressed. Yeah, I saw that. She gonna have to, she gonna have to just be right about social issues and wrong about movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I keep, I forgot the damn pay per view was this weekend. Um, only yeah, no mercy crept up on us. Yeah, I'm only match I'm really interested in is the universal title match. At this point, I don't give a shit about Roman and John Cena fighting against each other. No, what? I'm I'm shocked. Because I already know, damn, um, Cena ain't gonna win, so. Yeah, I got Roman winning. I got yeah, because huh? Cena said it on the first. Yeah, Cena said it on the first damn interview before Roman came out. He said the most protected man in the back, so we already know he's gonna lose the damn match. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know what's so funny about Roman saying? Cena was a man. You know what dumb WWE did? As soon as he said that on the damn Twitter page, they popped up saying that he was at a house show in China. They've been doing a lot of, like, making those points untrue as they're being said. It's kind of weird. Like, that whole, the whole few weeks of the exchange was strange. Yeah, that's actually one of the better things about Roman's promo. At least he kind of stuck to even though it was a bit of a cheap shot because Cena's addressed it. You know, at least it was the truth. Like before, like the tickets and uh, and uh, all the other stuff Cena knows, Cena can't break into Hollywood while he's, like, got three major, <laughs> you know, credits under his belt and his star and then, like, uh, you know, about to be in a giant one. So, and it, and it was just strange when he was doing that last promo, the same stuff Cena was talking about years ago was the same exact promo that Roman was cutting in the ring at that same time. So that was that was kind of odd to me. 
because it didn't seem it it made him seem like he was being a Cena clone, which he claimed that he's not a Cena clone. So he should have did a whole another different type of promo to prove that he wasn't a Cena clone. And cussing and calling somebody a bitch that that ain't a, a one up to anything. That just proves that he ain't got no originality to do a promo. Uh, whoever yeah, wrote it for it does kind, of, kind of the easy way out. Okay, that's uh, I guess. But why was his Cena was promo a Cena promo or a Cena clone? Because I don't he, see was what he, say, he was basically saying the same stuff that Cena was saying in in the video, the same exact stuff. Oh, I mean, because he was making a point. I mean, what? what? He didn't get the like that he was clearly like making a point. It did it just seemed like he was just copycatting him, so that's to make the way his I point. To use John Cena's own words against that that was kinda of, like I, I mean that's like the easy part. Like that's like the blatant obvious part. Saluting him, yeah. like giving him the salute at the end and flipping the mic just like Cena did. It was, yes. I mean, but it's not. Really I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it basically seemed like in five years he's going to be one to talk about, well, I didn't, I didn't understand what John Cena was saying. Now I'm getting ready to go to Hollywood too. And good, for, good on him. When that's the case, go get your money. Even though he, if he can't remember a line in a promo, how he gonna remember a line on the set? But I'm gonna leave that one alone. Hey, you get, you get to reshoot it. I, mean, <laughs> just, I think we'd be surprised how many people can't can't actually remember lines in movies. But boy, they, they can turn them cameras on and off. <laughs> they gonna bring this. Is, oh. is Roman in five years gonna be the new Scorpion King? They gonna bring that back? <laughs> you know they bring everything back. They could barely bring Conan back. That's right. Roman's gonna be Earth Two, uh, Earth Two Aquaman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, um, I'm looking forward to the tag team match for the title, and and the women's Who's that, match. Uh, the Bar and uh, Rollins and Ambrose. Yeah, ho- I hopefully the bar end up getting that. I'm rooting for the bar, so hopefully they end up getting that joint. You know, I doubt it. But, the bar. If they get it, and we don't get we don't get the uh, the Shield reunion when they all got the titles, man. The thing we've been waiting <laughs> on, Willis. <laughs> oh, I don't care about that shit. I don't Did you? I don't remember. Were you a, were you a Shield fan, Willis? Nope. I was always cheering for the Wyatt family. That's it. No. I never, I never liked it. I never liked the shield. I'm not <laughs> the only one out the only one out the three I like is Dean. That's it. I haven't cared for Seth Rollins after he hurt up everybody. He did do that. With that, still doing that damn, still doing that damn buckle bomb, smash it again. Ain't gonna be satisfied until he hurts somebody up, 
again with that buckle mom. So we'll see what, okay. with that. And, and I'm curious about the um what they gonna do since they done put Bailey in the match with the five way. Which I thought was a little much, like Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. What the head button? Yeah, they're about to die. <laughs> yeah. It's a rat, dog. Damn. So, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. actually more interested in Hell in the Cell than um, No Mercy because I want to see this damn Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon Hell in the Cell match. Yeah, I mean, I want to see it. It's not the most exciting thing. It could be bigger, but, you know, the idea of it being in a cell, I think, is just a little much. And is this the Usos and the New Day? Ain't they supposed to be in a hell in the cell match, too? That was, like, a rumor, but then they did the the Shane thing, and I figured, oh, they're not going to have three hell in the cell matches. What's what's the third one? Is Shinsuke and um Jenna supposed to be in one? Um, wait, Owens and, and Owens and uh, Owens and Shane. Uh, was the Usos one the second one? Maybe okay. Because you know that's supposed to be the main event at the Star Cage. Only supposed to be Nakamura. Versus um, gender in the cage, and it's gonna be Natalia and um, Charlotte at the cage in the cage at the star right, cage. Right, okay. that's gonna be the double main event stand. It's and the re- the wrestle cage they have in them um their show that same Saturday that big main event show, and that's like thirty minutes away from where they having the star cage joint. So it was funny just to see them um, do that the same exact day. And you hear about the um, the show that they had last night? Half of the building was full. Most of the yeah, so when when Shane was cutting his yeah, promo, I was like, "Why does it sound so cavernous?" Right? Like, geez, you know, the acoustics in this building sucks. And then I didn't really notice it later. And then I saw that picture uh, either this morning or last night of of the building. Like, fuck all that. I mean, it's half. It looked like. I mean, it's a, it's different because it's at least it's only a SmackDown, just SmackDown, a SmackDown taping. But that uh, that uh, Down for Glory. Um, I want to say, uh, 2010, that I went to. Maybe it was 2011. And it was at the Leah Cora Center, the building I graduated in, the Temple's uh, basketball uh, court. And half the thing, you know, I sent out a uh, – I, I was one of those that provided a picture. Like, look at here's half the building. But, again, that was their biggest show of the year. This is just a SmackDown taping. But people are saying, you know, uh, well, it's Oakland. You know, it's the West Coast, and it's a 5 o'clock show with – you know, Jinder Mahal on top. <laughs> it's like all those things, you know, are, are just like that's going to happen. 
especially when you go out west. Wow. So wrestling. But they've been running um damn California hard the last couple of weeks. So I guess yes. people were like, it's too much damn wrestling they came too close to each other. Because wasn't Raw just out there like this week and then they was out there like two weeks earlier? So they, they need a space. I don't why. I'm so confused, Rich. When I tell Travis to square up later in VIP, and it's the it's the uh, Alistair Alistair Black uh, uh, Velveteen Dream gift of him dropping down, and so is he Dream? Who's he in this scenario? I'm, I'm confused, Rich. Yeah, I think he was just too excited to use that gift and take a shot at me. Typical Rich. And somebody like and, and, and before you go, my favorite Bobby Heenan moment is when he was always calling the damn job of Ham and Eggers. <laughs> yeah, Ham and Eggers. Ham and Eggers. Hell yeah. Uh, talking about the fans, calling them damn humanoids. Damn. <laughs> And I just when they had the uh, when they had the icon show, I think when we went last year, he was up there doing autograph signings and taking pictures and stuff. And and I couldn't do it because I kind of felt bad seeing him up there in the shape that he was. But he was enjoying himself, so he was in good spirits. Uh, real quick, Willis, uh, Shahid just saw a mother, and he posted on Facebook 45 minutes ago. So I saw a mother. I'll just say two things. One, it's definitely not how the previews presented, and it's not and it's not boring. Then uh, number two, more of a thing about the movie. Rich white men apparently don't have problems, so they spend time trying to explain other people's issues. You jokers need hobbies. Okay. Well. That's it. So, all right. Cool, Will, man. Good stuff. Good talk to you. All right. Later, Will. Oh, uh, so John don't break 400 pounds. Wow. Huh? That'd be right there on the edge. Like Fish and O'Reilly together don't weigh 400 pounds. You're surprised? They're probably like 180 apiece. If that. Fish and O'Reilly? I'm very surprised. Like. They're like five, the, six. Can he do? You know, See, that, that I don't know. I'm bad at gauging people's heights. So, oh. like, I know Trent, uh, not Trent, but like, Tyler Bate is, is 180. You know, but, like, you look at Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish looks like a 200-pound guy. Um, and Trent Seven is definitely a 200-pound guy. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so, Mike from, uh, I'm sorry, John M. from uh, Connecticut emailed back. Uh, Trav, get your boy Dream. What did what did he have on? <laughs> did he just whisper "I love you" to Black? I don't know. I didn't see that. So. And he had on the, uh, the 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 the, tur- the turtleneck that he turned into a halter top, as as you do. As yeah, you should. Like that was yeah. that was very slick. Now Adam Cole weighs one hundred and 
38 pounds, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, the one with the beard, uh, Fish. He's a little, he's thicker, but. Yeah, fish is, but that's really the thing, yeah. if he's 205 and O'Reilly's 170, you know. Yeah. I don't think they're that 35 pounds difference, but, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's 205 and Riley's 180. Still not 400. So, all right, let's uh, move on. Let's talk to Darrell out in Georgia. Darrell, what's happening? What's going on? What are you doing, man? How are you doing today? Yeah. I'm doing all right. Yeah, man, the dream, the new 2017 gold dust. Bring back that old gold dust, especially with that ball and crawling out of the ring. Remind me when gold dust rubbed all up on Razor's head and Razor Ramon, uh, and when the kids come in, Johnson. <laughs> and the thing is, like, like gold dust for everything he was, he didn't have that physique though. Like, this kid is like really right. put together. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting how they use him going forward. And, and the weird outfits they may put him in. Because, uh, he gave Ahmed Johnson off the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully so they bad. don't bring him up to the main roster. He wasn't, he wasn't happy home. that he was alive. He was mad that Goldust put his mouth on him. <laughs> Kissed him. <laughs> Threw up the whole locker room. But hopefully they don't bring him up while Vince and um, – Kevin Dunn up there um, booking because they oh yeah change, they'll scrap that whole they'll scrap that whole thing tone it down all the way so or turn it up all the way they there wouldn't turn no it up nuance. they wouldn't turn it up they don't even have a character on the main roster nowhere near as exotic as that right there yeah gotta think about Again, it I if they don't do that they have commercial they wide into the real coat leader. Well, I mean, they ain't got to go that far. But that's what they had Bray Wyatt as. <laughs> they were referred to him as when he was in NXT, that with the rocking chair and all of that, and the promos from out there on the field. They had him like oh, I, I, I not somebody with demonic part of powers. So if they wouldn't let Bray Wyatt do it, I know they wouldn't let the team dream. Continue on with his um exotic ways, which makes okay, well, a perfect style matchup against him. Back. But, uh, I know um y'all were just talking about um that mother movie. Um, mm-hmm. That movie was okay. But it's um just another movie that they trying to play on um the Bible and stuff like that. So <laughs> that's why it wasn't really too good to me. Because they were trying to retell the Bible story in in a different way in a How do you do that in an hour and forty minutes, two hours? I mean that's <laughs> have they read the Bible? <laughs> well, they telling it in a different way. Um like Yeah, you get to Well I, I'm I don't saying, know, like, I don't know. How long mother been like, out? Um, it's like eighty fucking stories put into this, you know, canon. That's why I would have to like certain parts. Like you can, you can do a movie on one book. You can do a 
series of movies on one, you know, just on, just on, and they have on like Revelations or on Genesis or whatever. It's not how do you tell retell oh. the Bible in the movie? Well, they're telling it from like the perspective of God and Earth, Mother Earth, God, God sleep, uh, supposedly sleeps with Mother Earth. That's how you get Jesus. All the people invading your household, uh, those are the regular human beings, overpopulation. God smashed the planet. That's I'm what they told in that movie. That's <laughs> what they told in that movie. <laughs> uh, like Ego, the living planet? planet? Like, does the Earth have a mouth? Like, that he can, like, mm. <laughs> That's what they were trying to say. They saying that Earth, Earth is, um, Mother Earth is jealous of all the people. That's who God finds his interest in. That's tearing up Mother Earth, and all Mother Earth is wanting God's attention and want God to sleep with it. <laughs> it's crazy. That's why it was a bad movie, and really, in my eyes. Because just you try and tell a hard story with a uh, thriller. It much more was a thriller. Whoa! God damn, Tyler Bates. Tyler Bates is so dope. 20. He's so dope. That's why he should still be the goddamn UK champion and not that piece of garbage. Top. Done. No, it should actually, it should absolutely be Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne's great. They're both hey, great. you'll pay, you'll pay to see Pete Dunne lose. I'm pretty sure you will pay to see Pete Dunne lose because he actually. Pete Dunne's a scumbag. He's great. One question I wanted to ask you guys: um, Did y'all bet on that fight this past weekend? Um, I did not. Boy, I'd be mad. Wow! I've never seen anybody do that. Wow! Well, Vegas, Vegas lost a lot. Oh yeah, on a draw. Oh yeah. Like I just—that was one of the worst decisions I've so ever funny. seen. Like. Ugh. But that it was hey, man, so you listen, but just to say no, Travis, Darrell not gonna admit he was wrong. He not gonna admit he was wrong because he said it was a boring fight, and it not being a boring fight turned into it not being an exciting fight. Oh wow, it was boring. It wasn't good. It was it, it was okay. It, it was wasn't, good. The, um, Yo, I everybody thought, was screaming that this gonna be the next um, Tommy um, um, Hearns Hagler, all this right here. This is what well, they were dumb was because it was going to be a class. One guy's like, how was this fight? Was in a, this fight was, first like, of all, the guy was getting beat up by a man who couldn't land the right, uh, couldn't land the right jab the whole match. The whole yep. fight, he didn't land the right jab. Slow. He was slow. He still beat him. He beat him. He beat him eight rounds in my eyes. And they tied he beat, one he round. Beat him. He outpunched him by like fifty punches, and I'm trying to explain that to this girl at work, and she's like, "What? You count punches?" I'm like, "No, yes, they count punches for every fight, Sarah. And that's what they do. One guy got hit punches, more than the other. Won each round, the first round, he won. If you go by punches, he won those. He won those. Oh, oh that's a wrap. Canelo was getting oh, beat wow. up. I Canelo was getting yeah, beat up the I mean, whole fight until he started coming on in the ninth round. Then yeah. um, that's the tie, and then the tenth, eleventh, twelfth, he won those three. If let's say if he didn't win those three, that would have been a sweet, boring fight. 
But this is supposed to be one of yep. the best. Yes, he threw a couple of um, hard head but shots. But it wasn't a sweep. Like, you literally just said if, if the last five rounds didn't happen the way they did, it would be a boring fight. Five out of the seven rounds. Like, come on. Hey, if you've you been watching a 30-point blowout and and the B team was come in and make it into a 15-point um, blowout, hey, that wasn't an exciting game. But didn't change. Oh, the last two minutes was night. exciting. The last was two the minutes was night, exciting. Though. Don't make it an exciting <laughs> game. They kept the starters in. But listen, all I know is one of the best shots I've ever seen in a fight was when Canelo nails Triple G with that right cross, and Triple G doesn't flinch. It was amazing. Like, he hit him, and Canelo just stood there for a second and looked at him. He couldn't figure out what to do. That yeah, man don't want to fight that man no more. Uh, it's all oh, about no, Canelo and big, and big fights. He, he, yeah, I mean, he hasn't beat anybody step of note. You know, he's beaten guys, but he hasn't beaten anybody who's more more. He hasn't beaten anybody whose caliber, like that's, that's on the level they claim him to be on. He is not beaten. So, no, I mean, and Triple G is going to try to kill him next fight because he. I think he realized that's the only thing he's going to be able to do. He's going to try to kill him. Oh uh, man, Oscar done already bought the fight again. That's the and that's the most oh, yeah. despicable part about night. it because people want to go see, because of the season of the fight. Nobody want to talk about how Oscar came out and was talking all this trash about the fight a couple of weeks ago. But he out here buying fights, feeding, when he feeding the people the day before at the dinner that he hosted and had these guys sitting there eating. So ain't best, but nobody want to talk about that. If Truth McIntyre don't take his ass back to the locker room. That has but, backup. That was crazy. Um, another thing I wanted to speak with you guys about was um, two promos. The Kevin Owens promo first because we're gonna. I want to compare and contrast that sit down promo that he gave to me was one of the best promos of the year, just because how he swerved it on you. It made it seem like he was gonna apologize and and stuff like that. And how he told Shane how he when he was hitting Vince, he was thinking it was you. And I don't think after that promo you gave that Kevin Owens gave, you shouldn't have these two guys nowhere near each other until hell in the cell. Mm-mm. No, that's a good point. Uh-oh. Don't oh, turn shit. around. Don't turn around. <laughs> Yeah. That's what they get for running from one guy. They stayed their ass in the ring and beat down the. Whoa! Uh, Would you mind trying to slow up right now? That's corny though. Cole getting out of there. He gonna get. He gonna only catch the one. The one hit and he gonna leave his homies. <laughs> oh no, they all getting tossed. Hmm. And the uh, um second best promo where it's two guys together, so he had to put both of them together. The sit down promos with Braun and Brock. Man, yeah, I really want to see this fight. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess everybody the answered the question stuff exactly how they should have. Braun should should be like, the fuck I got to worry about? Confident? Damn right, I'm Like, you've seen it, you've been watching TV. That kind of attitude. And and Brock, like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you, you, you got one up on me, but thank you. You know, like, I needed that. Uh, I like that. I don't like how we go from one Brock title match to the next and Heyman's using the same, uh, you know, like the stuff he said to sell the Joe Joe match. It's like now he's got to turn around and be like, you know, Braun's the most capable, blah, blah, blah. When he said similar things in a different way. What? I said that makes me think that Joe coming back in this match to call somebody this fight. Um, I, I don't know about that, but yeah, I don't know about about all that. But WWE loves to be screwed. Same the damn Braun match, you know, and they're just using similar themes. They like to do screwy finishes or finishes that don't make no sense. So, uh, just something that you just so called don't see. But don't fit the narrative, so just got to go along with it. They've been doing it every pay per view. Why stop? What they're doing in the Lunger Place documentary next? Yep. Then the last is um, Roman uh, Roman promo. The the mm-hmm. best part about it is when he flipped the mic and did what Cena did. Um, the salute and kind of made a Cena stupid woo face. You know, mm-hmm. champ, which was, yeah, about with Willis. Like, fam, he was absolutely mocking Cena. Like, he didn't just happen to be doing the same thing. He's, like, making a point and doing all his mannerisms and everything. Like, but he even did the face, yeah. like, ooh, you know. Yeah, that was the best part about it because that was the only part about it um, that he was mocking Cena. All that other stuff that he was um, saying didn't kind of fit. The story, even if you try to compare John to Rock, because what John I mean, was saying, enough. he didn't want to see. The only thing, I, only issue I had with it Rock was because Cena already addressed it. But yeah, so plus what? Cena ain't go away like the Rock. He didn't go away. when he met the Rock. Went away. Rock. When he Rock was going seven years. Rightfully so. Rock ain't want had shit to do with WWE. Like you know, motherfuckers was dying and getting murdered and shit. Fam, I'm trying to make it. You mad at me for yep. not wanting that associated with me? And I want to just be Dwayne Johnson for a few years? And then when he came back and said he find, he's home and he's not going nowhere, yeah. he left. And, and then he left. Back yeah, again for a long I think time. at the time, at the time, you're like, this is stupid. Like, why would he uh, say that? Because he's going to go away. He's not back. Like, everybody knew. So he was set up. To, you know, say that, and then to uh, like we're going to use this later. So say you're not going anywhere. So Cena can then go. He's gone. See, ha ha. And Rock dumbass fell for it, or was like, I don't care. Yeah, sure, use it. And and that's how you could tell they was um they were thinking long term when they were booking back in these days, and when he. And just with that Roman promo, they made him out to be a liar again because Cena ain't going to where, yes, he goes, 
But yeah, he go to those shows, but he try to fly back and make it to the other shows. He might not do the the house shows, but he do come to TVs. He do all those flights, then go out on another flight to make it to uh, uh, Good Morning America. Then try to come back and forth. He ain't really left and went nowhere. He just don't do the um the um roads. He don't do the house shows. So he really ain't gone nowhere. He ain't left. Yeah. So it, it and it makes Cena uh, what he said last week that he do this better than you. He do it and make it make him see him even more right because he do all of this, have all this stuff that he have to do. But when he come back. The numbers show it. Everything else show it. So that's how you can tell that booking with this whole thing was something short and quick, and one long, long thought out. Because I'm pretty sure if you thought about this on over a longer period of time, you would have fixed up some of this stuff, and some of this stuff you wouldn't have had let, especially somebody like Roman say. Whew. And what makes people want to drive monster trucks? Like, <laughs> I mean, I get it when you're like seven. Like, oh yeah, I'd love to do that. That was never the wave for me. Huh? That was never the wave for me. Monster truck. No. Not even when you're digger. seven. Grave digger. What they say? Um, the coping. Uh, um. Sunday. Sunday. You, you want big things because you um. I forgot how to say the word, but you compensating for um, other other shortcomings. I mean, uh, I mean, I get that theme. Oh shit, I get that theme. No, but... I drive like a a mech. I'd, I'd be a power. Yeah, like and drive a Zord. But yeah, it's just not monster trucks. Like some people just want to, you know. I mean that that is a real thing, you know, guys in their cars and their trucks and shit. But what? you know, like yo. Monster. Why is she Daniel Bryan like live tweeting Total Belly? Who is? Like, Daniel Bryan's live tweeting Total Bellas right now. As he's watching it or being, I assume as he's watching it. As he's watching it. Like, I love yeah. when John confuses Nicole or hashtag Total Bellas. Brie loved La La Land. <laughs> I fell asleep. Hashtag Total Bellas. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm hmm. And last thing for you guys, man, then y'all can let me go. Who do you think came up with using the Starcade? Do you think this is another Triple H uh, idea? I mean, I would think it would be somebody with a fresh voice. Because for so many years, he's never, he's could, he's since 01. So for the past 15 years, he's could, he's could, could have been a Starcade. There's been Great American Bashes. Uh, right. Yeah, that was the mm-hmm. one. Right away, yeah, they bought those back a few times in the mid two thousands. Uh, those the JBL pay per views right now. Right yeah. American Bash. Mm-hmm. So and then you know they didn't do all that. I mean, for for way more reasons than it was called Great American Bash. Mainly because you know. JBL was on top, and then there was, you know, nothing much more underneath. You know, SmackDown mid two thousand, so that's just the way it was. And if it is um, hmm, I said it fit JBL's gimmick at the time too. It, absolutely, absolutely. USA, red, white, and blue, kicking Mexicans out of the country, all that. 
Um, so for 15 <laughs> years, he's could have been, I think it's somebody with a fresh voice or like like Triple H. And I mean, fresh voice, I just mean not. Uh, and he also song. got um, Dusty Rose' old booking book that he had for all the years that he was booking. I remember um, when they did the little um, documentary on them when they was going talking about the performance center, when, you know, the little show that they had that was Triple H said on there that in the book. And he said that's one of his prized possessions. So that's why I was thinking that this was a Triple H um, idea. And um, one other thing, y'all was talking about Alex Riley. I know on a, a podcast he did say that John Cena was the reason why he got heat and uh, that he had heat in the back and stuff like that. So I know that's yeah. one way they connected. And he blamed John Cena. No, he's just saying like it was an incident, up. and he just never specified. But yeah. No, hold up, real quick. Alundra Blaze faced Sherry Martell at Super. Uh, Super Brawl 2, Super Clash 2 in 1987. And she was like, I got my check. It was $800. Bam! She got $800. She's like, that's a lot of money back then. Bitch, that's a lot of money right now. $800 for a 10-minute match with Sherry Martell in the middle of Super Clash 2 in 1987. Wow, that's all the money that you gonna make that month. That I don't know about that eight hundred dollars in, because that's a, that's all um, some people rent. Hell yeah, like I'm me. including lights and all of that. Yeah, yeah, like me. Oh, shit. Uh, so anyway, all right, man. Let's get let's wrap this thing up. Man. Tired to wrap. Talk to you. Um. Alright uh, Yeah that'll do it here uh, For all you uh, free folks Join us next week uh, Same time same channel You VIPers Click over Rich and I will have the VIP show um, You know we'll probably talk some more about Bobby Heenan Might talk about this episode of NXT That just aired Um See what he's reading this week. Uh, no more Secret Empire to talk about. But we got some. Uh, we've got. Oh, I think he wants to talk about the Avengers versus Champions storyline. That's that's about to start. Uh, so yeah, so we'll have some, and we got a bunch of VIP emails. Craig and Brian and and uh, I think uh, Mark chimed in. So a lot to look forward forward to on the VIP portion, so uh, join us over there if you are VIP. Uh, Cam, appreciate your time and callers, appreciate y'all time and energy. And uh, we talk to y'all next week.